What up, what up, what up? It's the Roundtable Discussions. It's your boy Chris P and Rome City. Rome City, how you feeling today, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I feel real good. Second episode of the uh, podcast. I'm, I'm I'm feeling excited right now, man. Word, word. I feel the same way, man. Um, Talk to me, man. How's your week? Weekend was uh, pretty sad, man. You know, uh, it was a death in the family. You know, my best friend lost his grandmother. and um, My condolences, man. I'm sorry to hear that. But you know, the good thing is, you know, family came together. We all came together, shared some uh, great laughs and special moments. So it, it, it was good. Uh, how was yours? Um, well, you started off sad. So if I start off too happy, I don't know, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Chilled at the crib for a little bit, relaxed, and um, actually chopped it up. One of my boys, his name is Felix. Shout out to you, Felix. He's Felix, what up? He's in the Navy, so he lives in OKC, and uh, he just came to town. Before he left, he was leaving Sunday, so I wanted to, you know, make sure we chopped it up before he bounced. So we did that. Absolutely. You know, got some wings, chilled, and, you know. That was pretty much it. Um, Sunday, low key again, you know. And um, uh, as a matter of fact, I was with you Sunday, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we were together Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we went over to Seaside, and no, it wasn't for the Puerto Rican parade. <laughs> it wasn't sorry. <laughs> I had uh, some other things to to attend to that day, so um, that's what we did. Speaking of the Puerto Rican parade, um, have you heard anything about it? You know, all I heard was that it ended pretty early because you know, you know how we normally post up in front of is now is that's Julio's not we because I don't post well, up anywhere. You know, me, whoever I'm with, yeah, you know, normally yeah, yeah. Is, we post up. Was that famous or is that Julio's famous? Now? Yeah, famous. We like normally post up, and uh, I, I was told that uh, the cops was not having it at all. Denied access. Denied. Yeah, yeah, it was. So. Uh, the good thing is there was there's no crazy update, no, anything. and uh, nobody died, so that that's definitely a good thing, and um, it's pretty much it, man. That that was it for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So um, again, this is episode two of the roundtable discussions with Chris P and Rome City. We're very happy to have you guys listening with us. You know, um, I just want to talk if you don't mind, Rome, and Go the ahead. listeners if you don't mind, I just want to talk about last week's episode. It was um. It was interesting, you know, it, it, it was cool, it was the first episode, and you guys don't know this, but um, when me and Rome was chopping it up about the episode, we talked about, you know, what would what would constitute a win in this scenario, you know, so um, what, what, what would the numbers have to be in order for it to be a win or in order to be happy, and I told him, like, yo, look, if 30 people listen to the episode, to me, that's a win, that's 30 people who took their time out, you know, to listen to it, so... With that being said, we released it on, excuse me, I actually have our, our special guest calling right now. Uh, g- give me one moment. To, to talk to the people, bro. Talk to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, people? Um, Yo. You know, uh, I just want to let everybody know that whoever is listening and supporting us, I do want to give you all a thanks and uh, how much I really appreciate you from the bottom of my heart because, you know, not every day do someone... Well, anybody out there with a creative mind, you know, partaking in something that's very, you know, inspirational to others and you get support and love or people commenting and putting their feedback. And, you know, a lot of you guys are putting your feedbacks in there and uh, continue to keep doing that and continue to keep following us. And uh, We're going to try to make every episode 
is better than the last. So. <laughs> Sorry. I, I apologize. Sorry. I don't think this guy knew what he was saying. I don't even know what he said, but look, check I'm it out. I'm not that interesting. I apologize. Check it out. We, we dropped the show on Friday, right? We got uh, we got 80 clicks in these, in these last four days. We appreciate you. Let's applaud them, man. Let's applaud the people, man. Steph, let's go. Clap, man. Clap. Steph, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clap. <laughs> This, this, this is good news. It's something to be happy about. Like I said, if 30 people would have heard it, I would have been thrilled. We got, you know, we 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 doubled that. We almost tripled it. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it's something definitely to be happy about. So again, first things first, we appreciate you. And if you are listening to us, excuse me, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do me a favor, hit that subscribe button where you are able to rate the review. Instagram stalker. Hit us up, RT Discussions One. Yep. That's Instagram and Twitter, RT Discussions One, Instagram and Twitter. Now look, my Twitter's looking very horrible right now. I need y'all to do me a favor. Hit that follow button, man. Just hit the follow button. We're gonna follow you back. You're gonna get a shout out. We got like 50 followers. It don't, just it don't add up right, you know. Don't be the, afraid to follow us now. The Instagram is popping. The Twitter is not not so much. Look us up, follow us. We're gonna follow you back, you know, give you a shout out, you know. So, Rome, let, let, let's talk real quick, man. Yeah, let's talk. Talk about these news. What you got for me? Uh, police substation put in the Trumbull Gardens, okay. aka the terrace, aka the terrace. Right. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, um, if well, if you heard the first episode, you guys will know that I made a comment. You did, and that took place in the terrace last week. Was, was it a death or just a no? Casual, it was somebody a, just got shot, right? Several times, and he he survived. He survived. Yeah, good, good. God bless him. I'm I'm glad he survived that. You Absolutely. know, so. Um, we, we discussed it. I made a comment about the wire. Um, a lot of people said uh, I was probably crazy for saying that out loud. I don't care. It's a thought. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So basically what I said, for those of you who haven't heard the first episode, I said that they should just build up a gate somewhere, anywhere where people want to do crime and do what they want to do. You want to shoot people? Go ahead, shoot people. Just do it between them gates. Don't have it where innocent bystanders are losing their lives for some foolishness. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Do not do that. It's... It's just not right, man. You got a lot of innocent lives being lost or a lot of, you know, casualties over BS that could definitely be avoided. Um, so shout out to Bridgeport. Almost feel like yeah. they heard my idea and was they like, did. yo, this dude is stupid. That's not a great idea. But what we could do is let's put a substation in the middle of the terrace. Can I just say something? Talk to me. Where was this when the first incident happened? You know, clearly, I remember, was this the the... the this was I'm I'm bringing up the situation when it was like eight eight one died and like eight injured. So you talking about the one uh like a month ago or so, right? Yes. Where was where was this at that day? I mean, you could say that. You could say where you was know? it happened a couple of years ago? Does this make this better? You know, does is this gonna? I mean, you can't stop vi- one one army of police can't stop violence. I get it, but something's got to give. I, does this make it better? Does it make it worse? Like. What's I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think it's gonna make it better okay. just because there'll be a police presence, um, at least, right? At least, right? Uh, quick story: there was there was a a situation that occurred in the terrace a couple years ago, and um, a good friend of mine that braided my hair, she used to live there, so yeah. you know I scooped her up one day, yeah, and you know then I went and dropped her off, and every time I went, it was always a live setting, like it yeah. was always popping outside, yeah. Uh, someone unfortunately lost their lives um, in that in that time span. Yeah. And when I went to go drop her off one day, there was nobody outside. Yeah. You know why? 
Why is that? There was one of them big police, like, crime unit yep. joints, like a big trailer. Yeah. It was outside for, like, I think a month, month and a half until they solved the murder or until they got enough information to yeah. say, okay, we can leave now. You know what I mean? Which yeah. was crazy. Um, so I'm going to assume that the substation is going to be something that, that's going to be positive and help the community. At least that's what I hope. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about what happened later on that day. And I'm going to say later, and I know you guys are going to be like, oh, this dude's not fact-checking. Listen, just bear with me, all right? Yeah. Either earlier in that day or later, former mayor of Bridgeport, Joe Ganim, or Joe Ganim, however you say it. I was was not living in Bridgeport when he was mayor, so I don't even know how to say his name, all right? But listen, he opened up his campaign headquarters there, and it's also going to double as a substation for police. Who, who can, you know, talk to witnesses there. They can come write up reports, drink some coffee. I'm sure they're going to have donuts. So that's what they're going to be doing there. So basically, he's going to be talking to the snitches. Not him, but the cops there. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if any snitches are going to want to walk. I don't know if it, if it was safe for me to even say that, so. <laughs> yeah. The, Sorry. Uh, let's edit that out. No, <laughs> no but, uh, but seriously, though, he's going to have, it's going to be a substation and, um, the cra- this, this is what I find crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, all police, they they report to a chief, you know, of a station, I'm assuming, right? Something like that. And all in all, no, the, the chief and then the commissioner, whatever yeah. the ranks are. So whatever, yeah. whoever the commissioner is reports directly to the mayor. Yeah. Right? So in this case, is Mayor Bill Finch of Bridgeport, Connecticut, right? Yeah. So he opens up a substation and then someone who's going against him to run for mayor Who's former, you know, Mayor Joe Ganim decides to open up another one and saying this is not going to affect, you know, the taxpaying citizens. Yeah. Now, I mean, you see it. You obviously see it's definitely a, a political ploy. Um, but this is how I see it, man. Okay. For whatever the reason is that they're doing the substation, if it's to make one of them look better in the polls, who gives a damn? Yeah. The point is the community could be safer. If you guys want to throw an extra three up there, throw an extra three. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to trip over why he's doing it. The point is it's being done. And it, I'm glad it's being done. As long as it could keep people safe, I know people who live there. So as long as I know, I don't got to get a message or see on Facebook that one of my homies died or whatever. That's a good day. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So um, the, the the crazy thing is though is that the the mayor who opened it, Ganem, he was mayor of Bridgeport from '91 to '03. Yeah. And he was convicted of. I guess, Damn, I don't, I don't even have... Was it fraudery? Fraudery or something No, like some p- political corruption. Okay, um, okay. I don't know if that's the blanket charge that they... You know, that there's... I'm sure there's other things under that umbrella. Yeah. Excuse me, but that was it. Now, let me ask you a question, man. Go ahead. How, how amazing is it that you can go to jail, federal prison, yeah. come out, and then go and say, hey, I want to be mayor again? That's got to be pretty damn good. Yeah, it does. But you know what? It goes to show you that everybody's done something wrong and we all are not perfect. We that all have a true, past, And we know? all deserve a second chance. Absolutely. But I know, I know plenty of people who's done, who's, who's went to jail for much less. I can't even get a job at Dunkin' Donuts. And that's the part that pisses me off. No, you it does. No, yeah. We have no outlet for that. You know, we, we pretty much go to jail. We're in the system. And then, you know, again, once you're in the system, there's really hard ways to get now, unless you know somebody that knows how to clear a record. But even that's, uh, that that's a process. That's a, exactly. You gotta go through a, 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 a crazy real long process. Time, so yeah. But needless to say, I'm gonna throw my my name in the in the hat for 2016. I'm probably gonna run for mayor. So just got a special announcement. You hear that, ladies I'm and li- gentlemen? I'm lying. Chris <laughs> P for uh, mayor. I'm lying. I'm you lying. You got my vote. I definitely don't want to make this political. I just had to, you know, get get certain things off my chest, man. Absolutely. Talk to me. 
we, you know, this is this is news segment. So yeah. we're talking news, like you said last week, in our backyard, which happens yeah. to be Bridgeport, Connecticut, yeah. or anything that happens in the state of Connecticut. Now, there's some national news about your twin, Tiger. Oh, yeah. You look Tiger. like him. Don't act don't like you don't look like him, boy. <laughs> I you ain't got the tats, it. but that's, that's... You know, it's kind of funny. You're the first one to ever say this. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> Listen, if there's any jokes, I get Afion Crockett or Sean Marion. Okay, that works. But Straight up, yeah. Let, let's, uh, I've had one awkward lady come to me. This was back when I was working at Stop the Shop. She said, uh, I don't even know her name. She said, has anyone told you like Kobe Bryant? And I had the slightest, the slightest pause and looked at her and said, well, no, you're my first. <laughs> Yo, she was... She was racist, dog. <laughs> she was racist. Either that, she, or she saw, just she saw a black guy and said, "Hey, yeah, that's uh, that's Kobe Bryant right there." You know what I mean? Uh, racist ass. Yeah. <laughs> let's well, talk. Let's talk about your twin tiger, though. Um, having a relationship with a transsexual model named Mia Isabella for Isabella. almost three years. Crazy man. What's your take on that? You know what? From the rumors and discussions that everybody have about the industry. This whole transsexual thing and being gay, it's, it's been talked about for a long time. Uh-huh. My whole deal is, if this is what you are doing, just man up to it and clean your hands off, man. Like, don't, 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 don't hide this to where a, a tape, a picture or whatever, and you're blackmailed. And like, if it is, just go ahead. Now, I, I don't know the details, right? So I don't I, know. I don't, I don't know if, um, allegedly he says his, uh, his Instagram was hacked or whatever was hacked. Hey, if he sent pictures to to a transsexual, transgender, uh, whatever the proper term would be, and he didn't know that, then it's the same thing. You know, it's 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 a mistake, right? He, yeah. He probably, you know, so he probably don't want to own up to it. Of course. But if he did, are you judging him? Because let, let's be honest, right? Well, his, if, if no, no, my, no. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, uh, if he if he marries Kylie, his yeah. mother in law slash father in law is a transgender, <laughs> right? So my point is, yeah. why is there a double standard? Why why can't he talk to a transsexual or transgender? I do you think Bruce is Bruce is probably happy. He's like, you know what? Yeah, of course, it's a good look, Tiger. You you know we popping right now. You, you know what it is though too though. Cats don't want to man that up and say that yes, I'm having a relationship. Uh, well, uh, from a male's standpoint, you know to. Sit here and admit that you're having a relationship with a transsexual. That doesn't really sound too much. Uh, that's not. That's not. Uh, that's it's not, not cool. a good look. That's it's not like, cool at all, man. It's, de- it's definitely not a good look. Yeah, hell no. So I'm. I'm gonna go venture to say that. Uh, that that's not a good look. Hopefully, yeah. Tiger. Um, th- this is this is not true. While we're in the conversation about Tiger, it seems like he's already in a lot of hot water because he's being sued for 1.6 million by uh his co-business partner. I don't know his name, but I know his last why? name. Why? What happened? It's Lee uh and it says for uh keeping his, for not keeping his promises regarding their clothing line Last King. Now, according to this lawsuit, uh Lee and Tiger started the Last Kings back in uh 13 2013 of January and uh Tiger was supposed to promote the brand and get it on Tilly's chain surf Surf shop and uh, Lee claims he did not hold up to the end of the of the bargain of the bargain. You know what I say to that? You know what I mean. You know who gives a damn? Yeah, who gives a damn? Who cares? You know why? Who yeah. cares? It's because if you make a deal with somebody, there yeah. better be some paperwork. Yeah. If there's no paperwork, who cares? It's just hearsay. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That, it, that doesn't even matter that he's getting sued. It just yeah. doesn't make a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Tiger, I hope you keep your 1.6 million. And, and um, um, I hope that's not true for his sake. The lawsuit or the whole thing with the chick? Just for the I don't. Sorry, I apologize. I'm both trans, transsexual, transgender. The, but I think the is. transsexual is, is enough. So I, I think you that think, don't need to. You think it's true though? 
Yeah, I, I kind of, I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> man. Yo, if Mr. C, if they're calling Mr. C, if Mr. C is getting a fellatio in the car from a man that dresses up as a woman, I don't take this by a surprise by a long shot. A, I lot, a lot of us, a lot of these men out here live an undercover life, so who knows? I agree. I, well, yeah. yeah, you're right. I guess I guess a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I agree. Like, I'm rocking with that concept, but, yeah. you know. All right, man. So that's enough with the news. Um, Again, as we told you last week, you guys can send us anything you guys want us to touch on, any news going on in your area you want our opinion on. Um, It's not, it's not going to be politically correct, so I don't think that's what you're going to get from us. Of course. You're just going to get two honest opinions from two normal guys. Absolutely. Just talking. Yeah. Let's move over to sports, man. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Last week, yeah. uh, you guys are probably nervous as soon as I said sports because you're like, <laughs> damn, this is, about, this is the half-hour segment. It's about to go down. Yeah. It's not happening this week, right? It's Last not. week was our first episode. We chopping it up. We, uh, we figuring out exactly what to do moving forward. So I just want to ask you a couple questions. Go ahead. So, so far, with, uh, with all the off-season moves, yeah. you know, you're talking about from, from, draft, from draft night to any trades that went down. So far, which team in the Western Conference had the best offseason and which team had the worst? Just give me one best, and one East? worst. No, no, we're going to go West first. We're going to go West first. Uh, the West, I say Clippers. Clippers what? They had the worst or the best? They had, Clippers had the best. They had the best? I think they had the best. Okay, why? I mean, it's no secret, you know. De- DeAndre Jordan was just a week ago leaving Dallas, uh, excuse me, sorry, leaving Clippers to go to Dallas Mavericks and... They, uh, let, let me chime in real quick. They reconsidered and uh, they got DeAndre Jordan. Well, yeah, he reconsidered. Well, he which, can reconsider, yeah. Which I'm a little pissed off, right? Because uh, we did mention about DeAndre Jordan going to Dallas, how amazing it is. Yeah, of course. And I told it, you know, in the last episode, I'm like, yeah, you know, no deals could be official to the ninth. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I said, oh, I said, uh, it's the NBA. Most people keep their word when they agree to it. It was a verbal agreement. Yeah, verbal agreement, agreement yeah. Guess what? Just like the Tiger situation. If there ain't no yeah. paperwork, it don't matter. It, it don't never matter. happened. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So they had the best, in your I think opinion? They had, they had the best, yes. By keeping DeAndre Jordan. Not just keeping DeAndre Jordan, but adding like Paul Pierce and Lane Stevenson. I really do think that, you know, they make a they're gonna go deeper into the playoffs. I believe that. Next year. Mm. Next season, excuse me, sorry. maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean all right, so it's just, so, just a chance. Yeah. So who had the worst on the West? Dallas Mavericks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. I mean, you had at one point, you guys were going to be DeAndre Jordan, and it was DeAndre Jordan talks and him being the best center in the league, and it went from that to he staying home, and you guys didn't do anything to capitalize on getting another big man. So, Dallas Mavericks, you are the worst. <laughs> you guys are the biggest losers. <laughs> uh, well, in Rome City's opinion, in my opinion, yes. So let me let me give you mine. Go ahead. Um, best off season. I feel like you. I feel like you was cheating. Looking at my paper, like we in class nah, or something. These, these are thorough notes. All right, I, well, took, I, 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 had, I had the Clippers down as as the best off season. Okay. Um, even even if they wouldn't have got Paul Pierce, Lance, even yeah. just DeAndre Jordan staying. Yeah, his presence yeah. was was huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they're going to take a step further. I'm just saying if he leaves, they take three steps back. They're out of the playoffs, guaranteed. Okay. So that's why I would definitely say they had they had the uh, the best. Okay. Now the worst, this this hurts me. <laughs> this this hurts me. I, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> Talk to me. What do you think I'm gonna say? Being a, a a brother of you for how many years? That's fourteen years. Fourteen years. I clearly understand you're about to say L.A. Oh, the Clippers. I just said they did the best. Oh, I'm not talking about L.A. Clippers. I'm talking about L.A. Lakers. That's right. The damn the real team in L.A. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, people. I'm a, I'm a huge Lakers fan and have been for years. 
And um, I just want to take a moment of silence. I'm not that sorry. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, 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 look, I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? I think they had a real good offseason. They had a real good offseason. The yeah, only problem is, right, is yeah. that for three years in a row, these dudes can't sign a star player. Right, so you have Dwight Howard, who's yeah. supposed to, you know, hopefully resign, get more money. Yeah, he dips out. He goes to Houston for a chance to win a championship. Yep. Second year, they miss out on Melo. They miss out on LeBron, which I don't think LeBron was going anyway. Yeah. They miss out on Bosh. They miss out on everybody. Yeah, they did. So this year, you got DeAndre Jordan. You got LaMarcus Aldridge. You got um, uh, who's the other one? Kevin Love. Yeah. Right. You miss out on all of them. Yeah. But I think they recovered pretty good. They, they did. Hibbert. They, they got did. Bass. They got they Lou did. Williams. But still. I would look at it as a loss okay. only in the sense of, um, well, I mean, the worst only in the sense that they couldn't get a, a marquee player. Though, as a fan, I still think they, they did great. Okay. And you guys are listening to this right now and like, yo, they're so stupid. How, how, how does the Clippers have a better offseason than the Spurs? And the reason why is obvious that the Spurs had the best. Of course. But the Spurs were still going to be good next year. All they did was yeah. get way better. So, yeah, yeah they, they really had the best yeah. off-season period. Of course. But we're taking them out of the equation because that's just too easy. That's like, you know, yeah. what color is the sky? You get what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> why even answer it? Or you know is water saying? wet? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, let's switch over to East real quick. Yeah. Which team in the Eastern Conference had the best and which one had the worst? Talk okay. to me. Milwaukee Bucks. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. You are, you have the Round of best. applause? No, yes. I ain't, clap. I ain't clap. No, I'm giving that. a round of applause. Don't clap. No, no. And you know why I'm giving a round of applause, man? Why? Because this team, it's it's they're young, very athletic, starting lineup is six six. You know, adding Greg Monroe to the equation of your team, applaud them. They're gonna be making noise within the next couple of years. Quote me on that one. Quote okay. me. Okay. All right. Who, who's the worst? Who's the worst? Now I had to I had to really think about this. I had to really thoroughly think about this and I'm going to say the Indiana Pacers and I'm only going to say really? the Indian, I'm going to say the Indiana Pacers because that's, that's how do you about that. It, bro how do you let go I mean you get Monte Ellis great guy great pickup huge, huge but pickup. you lose Rory Hipper and David West and it, I don't understand you're not going to the playoffs sorry not in my book they're not no sorry no man Interesting. No, man. I was going to say the Knicks, but I was like, no. Theoretically, as I think and I look over this, the Pacers, man. The Pacers. Yeah, I would definitely put the Pacers over uh, the, the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. The Pacers lost um, uh, All-Star, you know, someone who was an All-Star just two seasons ago. Yeah. Then they lose David. They lost their starting front court, which is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and, and then Paul... Paul George playing the four. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, I think that'll be in spurts. I don't think that'll be something that'll happen, you know, every single game. Yeah. Let me give you my my best. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, the best offseason. I'm going to give it to your Miami Heat. Oh, I think you know. Let, let's round of applause yeah, now, right there. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> this man never gives me credit. I never. Or I give never, Miami credit. Yeah, never. He finally, is, ever, ladies and gentlemen. Ever, ever. The last, the last time I even thought Miami was a good team, and as far as like me saying, yo, I like this team. Dwayne Wade's, excuse me, Dwayne Wade's rookie year when he had Lamar Odom and Karan Butler next to him. I thought that was a dope young squad. Okay. And um, but needless to say, I think okay. they had the best offseason. I'm gonna tell you why. They picked up uh, Justice Winslow, who you you weren't too fond of that I was day. not. I'm you not a Duke fan. I'm Sorry. texting you like, yo, this is a good pickup for y'all. He went to 10. He was expected to go way higher. I'm not a Blue Devils fan. I apologize, but uh, I didn't really have no... Was, I want to see him Decker. It was, I, I feel you, but that was a huge... It was a steal for you guys to it grab was. him at, at 10. 
And you guys were able to keep Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Which I, I don't think a lot of people were like, yo, he's out of there, he's out of there. I don't think he was leaving Miami. The weather's too good. Of course. Um, there's no state tax in the state of Florida. Why the why the why hell would, would you, you want to leave? leave? Yeah. yeah. Why would you leave? I mean, unless you're us. I mean, we were we lived down in Orlando and decided to come back up north. You know what I'm <laughs> I mean, saying? But yeah. we don't get we don't get Dwayne Wade salary. You no, get what I'm saying? No. So um keeping Goran Dragic, that was big. Yeah. Like I said last week, when I when y'all got him, I was like, yo, this is huge for y'all. It was. Excuse me. Chris Bosch coming back healthy, that's that's a no-brainer. It is. And uh, you guys picking up Gerald Green and Amari Stoudemire, I think, to uh, to bolster up your bench. I think I think that was dope. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to give y'all the the number one as the winners, right? Cool. Let's move over to the worst. Who's your worst? Yeah. Nobody's going to like me for this, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody's going to like me for this. We got Pistons? I think, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy, what I'm about to say. Okay. Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. Worst oh. offseason so far. Yeah? I'm going to tell you why. They got the same exact team. Okay. <laughs> That's it. You guys, all they did was re-sign their own players, minus J.R. Smith. Yeah. Del still out there. They haven't re-signed him. I'm sure those players will probably be re-signed. Yeah. Um, they did pick up Mo Williams. And I told you even before, I was like, you yo, did. if they get Mo Williams, that's going to be a good look. You did say but that. But that does not make it the best move of the offseason. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I apologize to you Cleveland fans and people that like, yo, there was only two games removed from winning the championship. You're stupid. What are you talking about? <laughs> I apologize, but they had the worst offseason okay. thus far. All right, moving on. Yeah. All right. Based on the offseason, like we were just talking about, yep. let's go over last year's playoffs, right? Yeah. And just keep this offseason in your head, right? Last year's play, uh, excuse me, playoffs, West on the Western squad, you had the Warriors, you had Houston, you had the Clippers, you had the Blazers, Grizzlies, Spurs, Mavs, and Pelicans. That's the West. Tell me now. It's way, it's way too early. Season hasn't even started. We're still in free agency. Okay. Um, Summer League is still in play. Yep. But again, this is way too early. We're just giving extremely early predictions, and I'm sure we'll have this question later on down the line. Okay. Right? But for right now, what team on that list, Warriors, Houston, Clippers, Blazers, Grizzlies, Spurs, Mavs, and Pelicans, what team is not on that list next this upcoming season, and what teams are going to be replacing those teams? And it doesn't have to be in order as in, yo, I think the Spurs are going to be one. No, no. Tell me who stays on that list, regardless of what seed they get, and um, and who's out. Can I give you my top eight? Yeah, just give me top eight. Um, I have Golden State, San Antonio Spurs, OKC, Houston, Memphis, Pelicans, and LA. Am I missing one? LA Clippers. Yes, okay. and LA Lakers. You have them as a top eight? Yeah. All right, so you're basically saying that the Blazers and I didn't hear you say the Mavs, right? I did not say the Mavs. All right, but who else though? That I don't. That's it. You, you That's OK, my eight. But you drew OKC in there. OKC is in there. Yeah, but then that doesn't <laughs> read your list one more time. Golden State. All right, one. San Antonio Spurs. Two. OKC. Three. Clippers. Four. Memphis. Five. Houston. Six. Pelicans. Seven. Lakers. Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't say it in that same order. Excuse me, but gotcha, gotcha. No, 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 no. Okay. So you think that the uh, oh yeah so basically you think OKC and um, the Lakers get in those yeah, slots absolutely Durant comes back healthy fully strong he's he's gonna he has he has more to prove and he will prove it this season and I think he can do it okay yeah um it's, I I can't even argue with you there yeah. I mean I thought the same thing I, yeah. I knew I knew OKC was a definite yeah you knew the Blazers weren't gonna be there of just course. for the simple fact of yeah. losing um. Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. to San Antonio, so I already knew off the bat, yeah. they they he they weren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lakers, that was kind of like uh, 
for me as a fan, I kind of like you know I'm gonna slip him in there just by hope. If Kobe could play you number know, eight, 65, 70 games, I, I got I got faith they can get in there. Yeah. You know, forty five wins. Hopefully. Of course. Um, and you guys are gonna be like you're stupid. You forgot about <laughs> you know uh, yeah. Utah Jazz, maybe the Timberwolves. I think those no. teams still got a, a, they stay a little ways to go. I'm gonna be one of those people to just be like. As long as Kobe's still breathing and he's still on that court, I yep. think there's always hope for the always Lakers hope. to at least be a playoff team. Absolutely. All right, let's switch, switch over to the East, man. Let me just give you my top. Hold on. Look, look, oh, okay. Tell the people who was there first. Who was there first? Yeah. So we let's got, tell the people who was there first. Yeah. So we got, we got Atlanta. We got Cleveland. We got Bulls, Raptors, Wizards, Bucks, Celtics, Nets. Who was in there next year? Who was not in there next year? Now, this is pretty tough because, you know, the East, the East sucks. It's horrible. It's, it's like... Who who do you pick and like how and what bracket what number? So again, I'm incorrect on this, and I have, of course, the number one team will be the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Two, Chicago Bulls. Three, the Heat. Four, Bucks. Five, Celtics. Six, Hawks. And this seventh and eighth is like I have the Knicks, and then I have. The Wizards as eight, but I think the Wizards oh, wow. would be number seven, and I think the Knicks will be number eight. I think the Knicks will squeeze in and be in the eighth seed, though. All right, now did you take anybody off? Well, okay, you added the Heat. Who you took off that list? Who I took off that list? Uh, uh, did you say Raptors? I did not say the Raptors. Oh, so you're taking the Raptors out? You putting the Heat in? I'm putting the Heat in. Yeah, it's clearly that with the lung clot, that was the reason why we didn't make the playoffs. You know, Chris Bosh was gone, as you can remember, and. Uh, Clearly, that was a reason. I, I kind of agree with you, um, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah, I, I, man, I think the Raptors getting off. I think this list is pretty. I think the list is pretty solid. Already yeah. who's there? I think the big question mark to me would be the Celtics. Yep. Um, and if the Celtics go out, which I believe they will, I would have to throw in the Miami Heat in that list. Okay. So I agree with you there. Now the Nets, you don't have them on that list, correct? I don't have you them. You replace on the list. them with basically the Knicks. Let's say. I do. Now, why? Robin Lopez, you know he's they they have a for sure big man who who you know who plays his role well, knows his role well. I really don't hear him uh like being discomfortable in his situation. You don't ever hear him arguing, crying like a little baby about a situation. He's always that guy. He's gonna go in day in and day out, play his game, do it the best that he can. I think adding him in uh. This new big center guy. I really do think he uh, he prevails and have a great season. Okay. Um, Again, don't quote me on that. That's just me. I do think they make the playoffs. Though. I mean, with with, with the healthy mellow, I can see it happening. Yeah. But if I have to take two, if, if well, you don't have to take two teams off. But if I would take two teams off, I think Celtics is one. I don't see anybody else falling off that list. I think the Raptors. I mean, they could sneak in with the eighth. I don't know. Looking yeah. at this list right now. I think the Nets definitely make the playoffs, and I think they make it. You do? Yeah, I think they make oh, wow. it. Their offseason okay. was addition by subtraction. Yep. They waived Darren Williams. Yep. They agreed on the settlement. He goes. He can play for Dallas if he wants. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to make them better. Okay. And I'm not saying Jerry Jack is better than D-Will. I'm just saying, for some reason, these things tend to happen. Yeah. I guess we have to wait and see till the season starts, right? Absolutely. So, people, look. We just, we just ran through sports. Yeah. You guys didn't have to wait a whole half hour. <laughs> you know how many females are smiling in the inside right now? They're like, yes, we didn't have to hear all this sports. How, how, yeah, you over there laughing, Stephanie's right? Stephanie's over there smiling. Yeah. Sorry for uh, <laughs> stating your name. Yeah, she's sitting there laughing like, yes, I'm going to deal with sports. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, shout out to us. We fixed all that, right? Yes. Um, do me a favor, Steph. Could you go grab our guests? Tell them to come in real quick. So we go right now. We're gonna talk about music, and I told you guys we got a very special guest in here today, and we want to bring him in. Just, just give us a moment to to bring him in. Yep. Y'all yep. come in. Y'all come in. It's my boys. What's going yo, on? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? What's good? What's up, baby? What's good? We're gonna talk yeah. about music, so I figured y'all, y'all can come in. You can take the headphones. I got your water right there. People in the building right now. Yes. It is an honor. It, it is. Um, <laughs> With great pleasure, too. Yes. There you go. He got his own, you hear the his drum, own roll. drum roll. We got uh, DJ Santo into the bu- in the building right now. Yeah. What's what good? What up? What up? What up? Or should I say Yawa? Yawa. To all my Yawa fans. Now, <laughs> now, I don't know. Do we do we call you you Hollywood now? So I don't know if we call you International Santo. Are you going by All Out Santo? Yeah. Are you going by Hot 93.7's own DJ Santo? You got you to gotta tell me. What do oh, you, oh, you call it? Oh, oh, keep going. The, the, the main event, yeah, DJ Santo. <laughs> can, somebody, can somebody translate this in Spanish for me? I don't know. No, no, what, I don't know what else to say. Listen, man. Can you hear me on this thing or what? I can hear you. Hear you? Okay. I hear you. Yeah, I don't have no headphones. So. <laughs> nah, listen, man. It's your world, man. Whatever you want to do. Nah, I'm just... What do you mean Hollywood, though? That's kind of messed up. <laughs> nah, I'm just like, yo, you like... The second I walk in, I'm Hollywood. <laughs> nah, you just... No, people, you don't understand, yo. This guy, he's 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 famous to me, man. You to know me, what I'm saying? Too. To, to, to too. some people out there, yeah. you guys you guys know certain people. A lot of people just give you a what up in the club or whatever. Rome knows this, and yeah. I've said this plenty of times. I don't even go to a party if DJ Santo ain't DJing. That's, and that's no that's disrespect that's to everybody who does their thing. Yep. When I was promoting the club, I would be like, yo, I would tell my boy Charlie Rock, shout out to you. Yep. Yo, if Santo's not on it, I'm not, I, I can't see me just paying somebody else. I'm going to have to pay this guy first. That's first and foremost. That's right. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. You now know. The, um, the international Santo thing, uh, the reason why I took that name on, honestly, was just to speak it into existence. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we could be locally right here, right now, where we at, but our minds, my dude, are so much greater that we oh, yeah. worldwide are the things that we're capable of doing. Oh, Word. Shout out so, to so, the International Sundays is the Hot 937 show that I picked up. I said, yo, let me get some sort of uh, way to market the show and, um, you know, get like a hashtag rolling. So, I just said, yo, I'm going to call it International Sound through the hashtag. Right? I like that. I like and that. And just speak it to existence. You know oh, what yeah. Saying? Absolutely. You know? When I first saw that, I, I wanted to hit you up like, all right, maybe this dude is not only Puerto Rican. I thought maybe you were <laughs> maybe Asian. I don't know. I thought I thought maybe there was a, a couple multiple, you know, things there. But yo, uh, where I'm at at the time, that's that's what I am. Yo, <laughs> that's a true professional right there. That's I'm it. telling you, this dude, yo, he could rock out. A wedding, a sweet sixteen. Yeah. Um, I'm sure picnics, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. he he, rock, he rocks out everything. Let me just and, say a little piece real quick. That, you're talking about that. I remember, and you probably don't remember. This is back when we we were out of high school. It was some, you know, no walk clubs changed their name from months from time every, to time. It's like ten days. I, I remember being at a club and it, the the crowd wasn't as popping as it was. But this man DJ Santo. This is, must have been. This is the beginning. This man was rocking out like if it was like ten thousand in, in the crowd, and I really looked at that and admired that. Like this man is really like, don't matter how many people are in the room, we're gonna treat it like it's a sold out event. And no, I, I tip my hat to you on that. The I, hustle was I, right I, there. Absolutely. I saw that. Yeah. Now, now, as as we're wrapping up, stroking his ego real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is the man right here, straight up. Absolutely. I'm driving. I get a text from my mom. You don't even know my mom, right? So she goes, guess who's DJing this wedding I'm at? I'm like, who? She's like, DJ Santo. I'm like, word? I'm like, yo, that's crazy. She knows, obviously, yeah. I know y'all spoke about yeah. how ill you are, you know. Yeah. And um, she was like, yo, he, he's killing it. I'm like, that's what's up, yo. 
I'm yeah. like, yo, he could do, he could do it all. He could. I, I, I'm not even lying. I think we were. I don't know what club you did that Friday, but I was rocking with y'all on Friday and Saturday. You was doing the wedding. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> like this dude, yeah. he could party at three in the morning and That's be up right. at eleven ready Team to do no the sleep. wedding. That's what it's all about, grinding. Nah, I always say that too. Though it don't matter. There's ten people here, ten thousand people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I seen it. I'm, I'm gonna give it all. I'm gonna give it all because I mean, it, out of one of those ten people, man, an opportunity could could you know arise out of that. Absolutely, and it could be their first time hearing me. You know what I'm Think about your favorite artist, your favorite DJ that you go see perform. You don't want to see them on a half-ass day. Of Word. course not. Word. I mean, yeah. You, you had to probably take a day off of work the next day. Yeah. Go out. You know what I mean? You had to find a babysitter. You probably True. had a shitty-ass work. You know what I'm saying? Word. You ain't <laughs> so lying I gotta make it one, worth man. it for them. Like, That's you know what right. I'm saying? No matter what my day is. You know Absolutely. Saying? Absolutely. So um, we brought you in now. I mean, we're not going to start the interview right now, but... um. We gonna chop up about music, so I figured, you know, you're a DJ. Why not, you know, why not discuss music? Yeah. What you got for me, yo? Last week, if for those that were listening, you know, we we touched the the Mink Mills Dream versus oh, excuse me, Sorry. wow, Dreams worth more than money. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I want to know how you feel about it. You, I, are you how you feel about this album? Last, is it last good week or is I it told bad? y'all I wasn't feeling it, but I also admit it, I only heard it the day before we came in here. Um, this week I'm, I'm gonna say solid album. Okay. Um, huge numbers, but it's still not better than dreams. Uh, dreams and nightmares, in my opinion. He got some tracks on there. He got oh, yeah. some tracks on there. Um, okay. Uh, the joint with Nicki and Chris Brown, obviously, is that's a radio single. It's a smash. Um, was it ambitions? Ambition. That joint is dope. Yeah. Um, Trillis, yeah. dope. Okay. But I still don't hear one song on there that I'm like, yo, this is better than the intro of the first album. Again, like we talked, it's it. But why gotta be that though? Yeah, well, right. Why well, gotta be a comparison? That's why I wanted you here to talk. Like, I don't. Why gotta be that, though, you know the saying? intro he, he was such. That already, the intro was big for his career. He doesn't need another intro. That's my right. But then Read the intro. What the intro is? There's always a sophomore curse. So everybody, every time somebody oh. drops an album, right? Jay dropped Reasonable Doubt. Okay. And then when Volume One came out, they was like, "Yo, it's cool, but it's not a Reasonable Doubt." I think this album is bigger than the first one. Like, Absolutely, it's sales. Well, actually, it is numbers. Well, number wise, yeah, it's huge. But but it's getting him on that level where he's starting to become that dude. Like he was he that is. dude in he the clubs, but now he's like that dude. Now he is. Like. Now, would you would you credit that to the the hit with Nicki and Chris Brown, or do you say if you take that track out, do you say yo, this is still a solid album and he'll still have commercial success? I mean, there's variables that go into why somebody's gonna buy into you. So obviously, I think his relationship has some of the fact to do with that. People want to hear what he's saying, and it's a little different than what he was talking about the first album. True. Yeah. Now he's talking about Agreed. love shit. And I agree. Yeah. Gangsters need love too. Absolutely. Word. I agree. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So there's I agree. more people that could probably relate to the street stuff that he's talking yeah. about and, you know, you know, whatever else he's talking about as far as Nicki. And that right there puts him on a different spectrum, I feel like. Would you agree to say that the barbs definitely helped him out there? <laughs> I mean, yeah. oh, oh, her little her little click, the little Barbie click she got. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it definitely helped. Nah, but you're right though. That that's yeah. definitely a good point. Yes, um, but like I said, it's a solid album. Last week I probably wasn't 100 percent sold on it, but I would say this this week uh, just listening to it. And you were right last week. You can't, and I'm gonna say, it, and I've always said it before. You can't dissect the album no. in a couple of days. It really no. takes time for you to listen to it and really, you know. Break down what the artist is saying. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So that, that uh, Lord knows. I love that, that Lord knows. I like uh, what's the joint with future? Jump out the face, man. Yeah, that, Come that, on, that was, man. That was that was but let's take a second to talk about Tory Lanez, though. Like, yeah. Neither of y'all a fan of Tory Lanez. Nah. Shout out to Tory Lanez. My sister put me on. I was in Florida at the time. You know who he is? Listen, you just ain't no, he I don't know who he listen, is. That's listen. what I'm saying. No. Well, he, he's the one that's on the first. See, this is the thing that I liked. Right? Is that he did the intro already. 
Now his first song on the new album was a song featuring Tory Lanez, which is a dope yeah. artist. Okay, yeah, so definitely. it's like he already gave y'all an intro. Now he's putting y'all on to somebody that has yeah. some dope music that maybe he's not on that level. You know? True. Yeah. True. My sister so uh, put me I, on that. Yo. Tory Lanez got some dope. Like, dope. Yeah. You know All right, that's, that's gonna be my homework. We're gonna talk about that next oh, week. No. He's he's stuck in the nineties still. You know? <laughs> Yo, I still me. I still listen to Jay Z. Like I said last week, um, the newest artist I listen to like is J Cole. That's past him is not really. Yeah. Too much. I'm not. I'm not a huge Drake fan. Um, his voice is just annoying to me. Period. I just can't listen. Big Sean, same thing. I listen to. I put the headphones on. I'm like, I really can't listen to a whole album. I listen to a song, but after like six tracks, their voice just becomes annoying. You, you know? an Ebro type type I of feel, cat. I feel you. You I a feel hater. You I appreciate that. Finally, so somebody can <laughs> no, kind of agree with, the, with me. With, with the, as far as like the voice. The voice, the yeah. For like, yeah, it gets, it gets, you know. Oh God. <laughs> now, if it's anybody who's, let me just say this: if it's anybody's voice who is annoying, and I, I, I'm gonna say it right now. I, shout out to your hustle. Your hustle is impeccable, but Troy Ave, your, that voice, man, is facts uh, though. It's, it's not like, it like a kid who hasn't been finished, who hasn't gone through puberty yet, and I'm like, no, it sounds like he ain't finished it. Like yeah. Paul swallowing his food, it just sounds like something stuck there. Like you know, facts though. Yeah, it's like a baby crying. All right, let's talk about Rick Ross finally getting out of jail, man. Yeah, heard he had to put up. He had to put up that big mansion um, oh. in Atlanta to get out amongst amongst other assets. I don't know. A couple cars, you think? Uh, probably, I'm sure. Maybe, maybe the rights to uh, to Meek Mill and Wale, probably. Who knows? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, like, if so, then he'll be they'll be doing the big show. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him, and um, yeah. I guess this is this is a win for for the Ross family or whatever. Because it is. I think his baby mother won the lawsuit against Fifty Cent. Oh, absolutely. She, uh, as as we all, I don't know. As some of you may all know, I don't know who's living under a rock. But if you're not, uh. Yesterday, uh, 50 Cent filed for uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy, you know. Reasoning, filing, he goes and says that uh, it's for protection. So no, so I'm not taking advantage of it. I respect it. You know why? why? He's so strategic. Yeah, of course. He loses, he loses the suit. He has to pay out $5 million, yeah. and he files for bankruptcy. Absolutely. That guy is a genius. Sir. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but he also has another lawsuit with, uh, with Sleek Headphone Company and... Uh, Oh, yeah. Cost him like 16 million or something 16 million, like that? yeah. So, I mean. He's a smart man. There's <laughs> so, a reason why he did this. So. <laughs> you saw the picture. Uh, y'all saw that? He <laughs> posted the, up a picture. Uh, he was like in front of a smart car. In front of a smart car. <laughs> he, was like, he was like. Like times hit, is hard. Uh, yeah, times is hard or something like nah, that. 50, 50 <laughs> he's, he's funny, yo. He's mad, he's mad strategic in everything that he does. Very smart man. All right, so listen, if, you, if y'all been like following me on Instagram or even on the, the roundtable discussions, uh, IG, I just posted up uh, a picture today that I posted up before. It was talking about the best hip-hop albums since the year 2000. Now, Sando, you actually commented on it when I put it up on my page, um, and I appreciate that. So you don't even know I was going to talk to you about this off-air, but I figured, hey, we talking, right? It's all open. So um, I actually got this thing I'm working on. I want to, um, and there's more I, I can't say like, you know, over, over the podcast, but I want to do, and I got this idea from Joe Budden. Uh, I listened to his podcast. I'm not going to shout it out so y'all can go listen over there. But he's doing, he's doing, I'm trying to build up what I got here, man. <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing um, like an R&B uh, top album since 1990, the top 64 albums. And the reason why it's 64 is because they're breaking it up. Like the NCAA, they break it up like in brackets. So is it be something that people could vote? So I say, no, well, let me just flip the idea. Let me cut it short because in 1990, I was three years old. I can't be like, yo, this album was fire. I want to kind of do something that I lived through. That's our generation, 2000. Exactly. Generation. You know what I'm saying? In 2000, I could, I could recite so many rap records from that year. So I figured, you know what? Let's do a, a bracket, 64, top 64 albums from 2000. And um, 
what I want to do is I want to have a panel, and we're going to have more people in here. It's probably going to be seven or eight of us. Obviously, you're a DJ. We want you here. We want to bring in another DJ. Nice. I want to bring in two artists, excuse me, and I want to bring in a producer or engineer, someone who, who has the ear for music, and we're going, to, we're going to talk about the albums that people have suggested. And I mean, I heard anything from Ja Rule, Rule 336. I'm just trying to think from the top of my head. Uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers, obviously. Uh, what else we got there? Um, yeah, Jay Z Blueprint. Yeah, you put any Eminem album. Yeah, that. That um, I seen uh Drake uh his first album. Fifty Cent. Um, Fifty Cent, Give It to Die Trying, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kanye West. That a lot of people was like, yo, Kanye West, any album, any album Kanye West did. He did. I mean, he did. He did some dope joints. So basically, what I want to do is, and we're gonna get into this later, but I wanted to introduce it in this show because probably every week we're gonna release, you know, more more albums that's gonna be on this list. Mm-hmm. And basically, with the panel, what we're gonna do is we're gonna see them. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're gonna go through. It's gonna be four brackets, one through sixteen, and we're gonna see what's the top four albums, what's the second tier albums, three, four, all the way down to sixteen. So that's basically what we're gonna do. You know, it'd be an honor if you'd be a part of it, well so we could get your, you know, your opinion on it. And then what I got on the back end is a is a dope business move, but we'll talk about that, you know, at at another moment. I always got something up my sleeve, man. So, so, so real quick, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Like, in what context, like, are we talking about? Like, All right, like, that that that's perfect question because that's the same thing. People are like, yo, this this I, album I, I, was I great. I posted, I put in my personal. Yeah, of course, of course. This yeah. is gonna be everybody's personal opinion, and then we'll go from and me and him had this issue. Yeah. We uh we we started trying to see some albums, and we went through like, we went through trying to see. I don't know if it was Little Wayne Carter three. And Kanye's late registration or something like that. I'm, I'm just, I don't remember exactly what it was. So we was like, yo, let's just check album sales and let's just find it that way, you know. But again, everybody's gonna have a different opinion, and that's the point of having seven or eight people, you know, chopping it up and talking about it, you know. So it's not just my opinion, just yours, or you know, you get a, from the artist's perspective, from the DJ's perspective on the album. What you know, what do you go to the club and 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 you could play, and you know, everybody's gonna turn up regardless if it's a 2000 record or 2015. You know what I mean? I think it's like, I think it's like, what it should be like, what push the culture in any way. Like, so like a person Word. like Kanye is a person that like every single one Definitely. of his albums were all different. Definitely. Yeah, you know agree. what I'm saying? And they all push the envelope. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And then, I agree. And then there's, there's other artists that you might have related to in a completely different way that you might have True. ever heard anybody else before. You know yeah. I'm, I'm sure Eminem had a lot of people wanting to put their girlfriends in the trunks. Of course. I mean, I'm just saying. He, he I was one okay of them. to say that. Yeah, he made it. Exactly. <laughs> before him, as you saying that on the record, it was like, yo, you'd be crazy. To exactly. That, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, he made it where I think the FCC was like, man, let, let him just say what he's going to say, man. I can't, I can't do nothing about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so check this. So every week we're going to have a guest in. And um, so for the listeners, we're going to have a game that we play. It's going to be called Rome City versus. I know it's super creative, right? Oh, so yeah. Rome City versus whoever's in the room. So today we got DJ Santo. Bring so on the competition. Rome City versus DJ Santo, right? Yeah. This game is called My Name is My Name. Now, Rome, yeah, he I, he does. I, I guarantee you, he does not have any access to no questions. I made sure of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, nah, I guarantee it. So we're gonna start real light, and then it's gonna get heavier. I'm just gonna have maybe five or six questions for y'all, just depending on how this goes. So okay. <laughs> good luck. We're gonna start off. Who, who want to go first? You want the guests to go first? You want to go first? You know, home, you tell me. You know what? He's the main event. I'll go first. He's the main event. We'll save the All right, we're gonna save it. I like that. Okay, I like that. I like that. All right, Rome. Let's go. This this is called My Name Is My Name. Okay. So that should have been a hint. Okay. Right? What is Pusha T's real name? Right? Oh, a. You got, I told you. He's like, oh, I got this. <laughs> You're going to fail, dog. <laughs> a. Dennis Coles. Okay. B. Earl Stevens. Earl Stevens. C. Terrence Thornton. Or D. Michael Lawrence Tyler. I'm going to go with Earl Stevens. 
You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Hey, I, and I'm not going to give Yo, the wait, correct wait, wait, answer. Tell me, tell me. Maybe. You want the correct answer? He don't look like a Earl, though. <laughs> no, no, listen. I would have said the same thing. Listen, no, listen, listen, listen. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you a hint, though. This, this was obvious to me, right? His name is Pusha T. Pusha. You would have to, no, you would have to figure the name had to have a T in it, right? Oh, Terrence? <laughs> Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what you should have went with, man. Come my on. Bad, my bad. He like right, an Earl, though. Look at him. Next time you see him, look at him like, does he look like Earl? I'm, I'm about to pull it up. All right, next question. We're going we to keep it with Rome, and then we're going to move over to Santo. Okay. All right. What is R&B artist Tank's real name? Wow. Shaffer Smith. That's A. B. Darrell Babs. C. Devontae Swing or D. Jarrell Houston Sr. <laughs> yo, these are real. Yo, these yo. are real artist names, man. <laughs> what you got? I, I'm saying one time. No, no, no. I got, I got it. it. I think what I got it? it. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with letter A. That's Shaffer Smith. Shaffer Smith. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. Oh man, I gotta do my homework now. All right. So sticking with the with the R and B and you know the whole TJ, uh, TGT, excuse me thing. Okay. What is R&B artist Genuine's real name? A. Cameron Thomas B. Kirk Jarrell Randall C. Elgin Baylor Lumpkin or D. None of the above D. None of the above <laughs> Wrong again Oh man <laughs> yo, yo It's not looking good yo. It's not oh, looking good at for At this me. point Santos is going to need one to win <laughs> Alright um, nah, He's a, a DJ, DJ He don't count That's cheating I got a nah, DJ nah, name nah, here nah, We're gonna, right, gonna right. run with this Alright What is DJ Enough From Hot 97's Real name A Enrique Diaz B Edward Rios C Ephraim Lopez Or D Luis Diaz Mad Spanish right <laughs> Don't be looking at Santo Like he's gonna give you the answer so what, you, what you doing What you got for me you want me to name it one more time? It's me? It's other ones on him. No, it's you, dog. Say that again. Damn. DJ Enough. DJ Enough. Okay. Right? A, yeah. Enrique Diaz. Enrique. B, Edward Rios. Yeah. C, Ephraim Lopez. Or D, Luis Diaz. B. B, Edward Rios. That's wrong. Damn. Um, just, just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of it. You want to take a stab at it, Santo? I, on I that know, specific question. I know Cypher Sounds last name is yeah, that's why I threw that in there. <laughs> I know that. So it had to be one of the ones that's not Diaz. What was uh, ones it was B, Ed- Edward Rios, or C, Ephraim Lopez. Which one did you say? He- Lopez, whatever the Lopez is. All right, man, you got it right. Okay. No, that's not going to count, though. It's not going to count. He's just six staff at it, though. Yeah, see, you, 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 you got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, man. exactly. See, that's how you do it. All right, damn, you suck, bro. All right, we got one more for you. Let me... Um... I tried. Oh, yeah, this, this is going to probably throw you off. All right. What is rapper Noriega's real name? Oh, you know, man. from CNN. Some Puerto Rican shit. <laughs> now, see, that, that's what those people off, though. <laughs> now, you're going to mess with my question now. All right, A, Nelson Rivera, B, Albert Johnson, C, Victor Santiago Jr., or D, Kurt Walker? Uh, Kurt Walker? <laughs> <laughs> he just told you, like, tell me some Puerto Rican thing, man. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it to you anyway because nobody's gonna believe it. Victor Santiago Jr. That's uh, Noriega. Oh man. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right, wrong. Damn, you suck, man. I guess right. everybody is better than Rome yeah, City. Yeah. So, right? <laughs> Rome City is down to uh, uh, zero points. Oh man. Right. Oh. We're gonna move over to DJ Santo here. Yeah, I get better. All right, Santo. What is G Unit rapper's Kid Kid real name? Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Janelle Clark. B, Curtis Stewart, C, Craig Remington, or D, Keith Grayson? 
Wrong. <laughs> Wrong fucking no, I, I, I made that one up though. That that name was made up though. Craig Remington. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like these parents was drunk when they had eight kids. No, no, I, I'm, I'm gonna give it to y'all. It was the Curtis one, Curtis Stewart. Oh, or? right. Oh, okay. Kid, kid, does he look like a Curtis Stewart? So that's why he got signed because his name is Curtis. See? Could be. That's definitely a possibility. All right, so we're gonna keep it fair. I'm gonna give you a DJ name. Oh, this, this, this. I'm not saying it's easy, but what is DJ Funk Master Flex's real name? A. Aston Taylor Jr. B. Cornell Haynes Jr. C. Andre Young or D. David Darnell Brown. Wrong. That's yeah, young. <laughs> that's young Buck's real name. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, Funk Flex name. And I wasn't gonna give out the names, but just this one caught me off guard. It's Aston Taylor Jr. That's wow. Oh, man. Oh, that man. that don't even. Uh, man, I, I, I guess Rome City uh, and Santos would just probably end up equal <laughs> in this game. No, don't count me out yet. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna count Let's you go, out. Let's man. see. Oh, this is. I got no faith in you, fam. Nah, no, not no, right no. now. <laughs> Oh, this is a funny one. Uh, so make sure I can pronounce it. All right, yeah. What is rapper Ply's real name? A. Perry Joyner. B. Terrence Williams. C. Algernod Washington. Or D. Gerard Jameson. Terrence. Wrong. <laughs> nah, his is a uh, Perry. Huh? Perry. Nah, his name. It's oh, the Algernod Washington. Oh my god. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. I don't even know. Why I tried to even. Uh... Uh, let me see. I got two more for you, right? All right, we're gonna go with what is rapper Two Chain's real name? A. Tahit X. Titty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I was gonna throw that one in there too. Okay, okay. A. Tahit Epps. B. Khalid Abdul. C. Fahim Najm. D. Rashawn Casey. These aren't even made up. That's the scary part. Yo. <laughs> I'm gonna read it one more time. See, whatever C was. Fahim Nation. I, I, I want you to repeat it. Nah. <laughs> Yo, nah, that, that's wrong. But that's actually T Pain's real name. For real? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, right? Drunk when they had eight kids. La- last one, last one, yo. Alright. This this is this. I hope you can get this one, man. Let's beat out Rome City, man. <laughs> for who? For uh Plies? That was, oh, that was uh Tahit Epps. Two chains. Yeah, I had to throw in some crazy ones just to make that up. Rashawn Casey, that's DJ Envy's real name. Crazy. All right. What is Hot 97's DJ Camillo real name? A, David Ruiz. B, Richard Morales Jr. C, Cesar Alvarez. Or D, Juan Sanchez. A. Damn, man. You couldn't get one? <laughs> nah, that's wrong, yo. His name is Juan Sanchez. Juan? Juan Sanchez. Oh, yeah, Juan? Crazy, right? How are we supposed to know these things? I don't Explain know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Look, um, you want to read questions from the from the from our listeners? Or you want to jump into the interview? Um, we, we, we can bang out these questions just because it's fun. So he could let's bang out the questions. Let's bang out these questions. Let's All go. Right. I have this one question. Um, not gonna disclose your name. Uh, I quote: "What up? What up? What up? LOL. I heard your show last week. I enjoyed it, but was wondering why you don't why you guys don't play any music. All right, good question." The reason why we don't play music is because we can't. Well, we could, but we can't unless we want to get sued. Yeah. All right. So that that's the reason why we have to become part of BMI or something to that extent and uh, pay you guys royalty fees. And that's not happening. Not now, at least. So the reason why we don't play no music on the podcast is because we can get sued. We okay. could play like 20 second clips or something like that, but that's that's not really worth it. Okay. So. All right. This next question is pretty long. It's, uh, oh, wow. Um, what's up, fellas? I'm 25 years old. I have a good job, dope car. I have issues. I've been talking to a chick for about three months. 
Things have gone good. We spent a lot of time together. We went on vacation and weekend getaways. One weekend, she said she wanted to stay local and not spend a bunch of money. So she just wanted to come over to my crib. She did. But she didn't realize I was staying at my parents' house. Damn. <laughs> it appears she backed away from she backed away from me ever since she found out about my living situation. Is she wrong? Is there any way to fix this? Can I answer this? Yeah, can you? Oh, go ahead. It ain't even about the living situation. Okay. It's about the fact that he took three months to make a move. <laughs> <laughs> he already lost it before he had <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say. He, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, yeah, go ahead. He went on vacation? Yeah, he went vacation. on vacation. I don't know if he got any. I mean, he didn't, I don't, nah, he, yeah. he didn't say anything, right? He we went on vacation and weekend getaways. Oh, so, I, I assume he. Oh, so uh, not about smash. He, about, he, no, nah, he smashed. Nah, he smashed. She's backing up, I guess, because because of, of his living situation. Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of that commercial. I know you remember that commercial. Which one? <laughs> that guy that goes on that date with the chicken. Uh, oh, he walks back to his parents' house and she's like, "You ain't take out the garbage or something yeah, stupid." You didn't take out the garbage. You didn't tell me you live with your mother. Or yeah, something yeah like that. that's a DUI joint. <laughs> um, yeah, he probably he probably walked in there like apologizing for it and shit. Yeah, like, he like, owned it up. Like honestly, yeah. he had a, he had a license. Like, yo, this is what it is. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking to a chick for three months and she don't know your living situation, shame on you. I mean, I, I don't see why shame you wouldn't take her to the crib earlier. I mean, yeah. I mean, I see why now in, in his situation, <laughs> but I'm saying, just be honest. I mean, why are you gonna hide it for three months? Like, why does it matter? Maybe his mom's mad cool. Maybe he was embarrassed. You know, like you know, people, females and males, we get intimidated by someone else's success. You know, some, not all, but you know, she may have more than him. Oh, okay. You so know, so he had a good so, job. So if he walked car, into her crib and she house. got a, a dope ass joint with crazy views, then yeah. he's probably like, damn, uh, I want that, but I sleep in the basement. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, okay, yeah. I, I could, I could kind of see that. Uh, you got any more over on your side or no? Uh, that's, that was all the questions. I got, I got some over here. Okay. Uh, hey, need some advice? I recently got engaged to a guy I've been with for five years. We got together our junior year in high school. I'm in college now, I'm going into my last year. He decided to skip college and has a great job. All that to say this, he proposed to me at Olive Garden. Oh. <laughs> she got mad exclamation points. <laughs> when she put, it was nice. My family was there. The ring is beautiful. But as I started telling a lot of my friends and other family, most people joked about where the proposal was. It made me start thinking of how uncreative it was. <laughs> and now I feel some type of way. It has me thinking if we'll end up being married at the courthouse or something. Is it normal to feel that way? Any, any, All right. any input? Can I tell you a funny situation? I know you remember this. In Florida. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me just tell Santo. So we, we just, we having a, uh, what we were doing, like flip, we were flipping, having a flipping the coin of where we're going to go out to eat. We decided to go out to Chili's, right? Mm-hmm. So here we are at Chili's having a good time, enjoying ourselves. And the people behind us, guy kneels down on one knee, poses <laughs> a chick at Chili's. And I, and I, and I specifically asked uh, Chris, I was like, yo, bro. Do you think this was the right uh, occasion to uh, propose to your female? Yo, I was dying. Yo, it was just like I don't, I don't think Chili's was the place. But for whoever this is, at least it was Olive Garden. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. It could be Chili's. All right, here's my deal. The bread is great. I just want to know. I just want to know how much the ring costs. Me personally, I am not kneeling on a knee in Olive Garden. We got to go somewhere more elegant, extravagant. Excuse me. Olive, I, mean I think Olive Garden. They have nice seats, though, man. That's Olive Garden, man. That's like the, that's still tag. That's a food chain to me. They got chairs, chairs yeah. and wheels, man. It's pretty nice there. To, to, to the brother that kneel down on one knee, step your game up, brother. Step your nah, game up. Nah, you see, up. this is this is my step problem. Step your game up. Sorry. Yeah, I think Olive Garden is not the place to do it. But 
She ain't have a problem with that at first until she started talking to people. I mean, you know how many of her homegirls are probably single, just hating. Yeah, like, damn, true. I wish my man would have proposed yeah, to me at yeah. Olive Garden or Chili's yeah. or but Dutch's. How much the ring was then? You know, uh, maybe the ring was too much, and he he could only afford Olive Garden at that point. Well, it's time to come she's up with probably, a better saving plan. She's probably like one of those <laughs> girls that like tell her man like, oh, you don't got to give me nothing for my birthday. Yeah, but been pissed I'm off. Not, like, with a hug. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and then here he goes, like thinking, like, all right, I mean, I'm cool yeah. with doing this. You know what I'm saying? And I get, I give him an E for effort and a T for trying, but you gotta brother, be a little man, bit more creative. Bro. You gotta a little bit more creative. Um, yeah. Next time, bring balloons. That's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like Olive Garden is like kneeling to on one knee at a uh, Red Lobster. Yeah, but the like he said, that the bread is good at uh, Olive Garden. The bread is also good at Red Lobster. I told you about Red Lobster last week. So it's the biscuits and get, it's gets the bread. It gets you some things, man. <laughs> All right, listen. Look, uh, her name was Tina. She actually wrote her name. Shout As you guys Tina. know, up, last week's episode, I told y'all do not write your name unless you want it to be said because I was trying to you know hold off on the names last week. So Tina, 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 Tina yo, Tina, Tina. Olive Garden is 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 not bad. I think I think your friends are haters. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I would do it at Olive Garden. There's there's way more nicer places. There's always um Denny's. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, loved your first show. Wasn't too excited about all the basketball talk. L O L. Okay, I feel you. But it was still enjoyable. I have a question. I was with my baby father for eight years. We just broke up. He moved into his own place. And I'm at my own place. It just came to my attention from one of his boys that he already started talking to another chick. Now, I get we're not together, but damn, isn't there a grieving time before you move on? Am I wrong for feeling some type of way? What should I do? You are not wrong for feeling type of, some type of way because I had a little incident. And I, you know, I dare not to talk about this. Uh, you know, I had an ex-girlfriend. You know, we dated all and off five years. He says, years. I don't dare to talk about it and talks about it. Come on, get to the you, point. It, what, it, you, what, you gonna, what, what do you have to say for this? All right, more of the story, I waited for her. You waited? I waited like a sucker. And uh, she's... Uh, she yeah. came back 12 months pregnant. She didn't, she's <laughs> pregnant, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you got to move on at some point, you know? Damn, that was a you, joke. If, if, whoever that girl grieve, is, if you, you listen to this, You got to grieve real quick and move on, man. Move on. I, move what do you think? Cut your losses. Yeah, keep it moving, man. Yeah, Shit. Man. You're going to miss out on that good because one. He's waiting. If he's not worried about what you're doing, then obviously it's... Yeah. Why are you worried about exactly. it? Exactly. That's it. Sense, yeah. like, she went off and got pregnant on me. To feel a way, I can't tell you how to feel. Don't get it twisted. Tear, tear. I can't tell you how to feel. So if you feel a certain type of way, obviously. But what I'm saying is, man, get back on that horse, man. Do what you do. Saddle man. up. Get that saddle, saddle on. That's it. No grieving. No grieving. No grieving, no grieving a, a lot at all. Yeah. Once, once those, uh, once it's done, it's done. Yeah. So after yeah. that, that minute after, every, everything is fair game after that. Yeah. Um, so what you, sh- what should you do? Nothing. You can feel however the hell you want to feel. Um, but there's nothing else really you could do. That's uh, all the questions, right? Yeah. Oh, there was another one. Um, we'll, we'll get that to one. It was a sports one. Oh, okay. Um, shout out to my boy, Captain Smack, on IG here. This with a question. We're going to answer you next week, fam, you know, because we got this interview we definitely want to get into. Uh, that's Captain underscore Smack underscore A underscore H-O-3. I see you, fam. Follow right. him right now. Um, all right, let's get into these... Uh, Questions we got for, for, for our boy Santo, and I, I don't want to make it all super formal, so we're just going to just get into it. Yo, so look, when was the first time you touched a set of turntables? Turntables when I was in like fifth grade. Oh, wow. So what would you, uh, what, he, 10-ish, he, like around yeah, 10? Actually, the way it happened was my brother Eli was the one. Shout out to Eli. He came like one, one day, like after like a Christmas or something, whatever it was. 
Yeah, like the Source magazine. Oh, okay. Remember in the Source magazines in the back? The of joint in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a little bullshit package. Oh, you know how many yeah. chains I wanted to buy from there? <laughs> <laughs> so they had a turntable that was like $200 for like everything you ever needed. So, um, yeah, whatever. We saved our Christmas money, you know, so on and so forth. Saved up and we got it. Got it popping. You know what I mean? It was, it wasn't techniques, but it was a, it was a learning progress because, you know, we had to ax around after, but we didn't wait. Once we saw that little cool package deal, it was in there like. Somewhere. I swear, every week I look. I would well, whenever I would get it or yeah. steal it from my older brother or something, I would look at the back and like, yo, I want one of them chains. Oh, yeah. It was so corny. They, it had they, the rims on there too, right? The everything you could think of, yeah, yeah. you know, and you yeah. could get them all downtown for for ten ninety nine. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The no like, limit. Yeah. Uh, the no limit. There's the no limit yeah. tank. Yeah. Uh, oh, you catch my cousin Drew cash money. So, um, okay, so wow, I didn't know that. So, did Eli touch the turntables at all? Y'all yeah, both Eli, tried it together? We both started DJing at the same time. Okay. Okay, wow. But we both decided to stick to the things that we were good at. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I had the sound effects. <laughs> nah, he, he, he was <laughs> rapping. Shots fired, shots fired. He did rapping, and then, and then I did DJing. You know, okay. So that's, that's, that's how it went down. But before the, before the turntables, I was doing, like, mixtapes just for um, songs that I'd like. Like, so I buy an album, I take whatever songs I like, and I put it on a cassette. That was and real I, tape, people. Yeah, a real I, tape. Yeah, and and then, was. like I was young, so I couldn't really listen to curse in front of my mom. So I had to do dumb shit like press the pause button every time I think a curse word would come out. <laughs> and I have like an edited version of a song that was never on beat. Like you know what I'm saying? So I always I guess I always had DJ in me. That's what's up. That's man. dope. You know what I'm so what kind of gigs were you doing to to perfect, you know, this new skill you found yourself doing? Were you doing anything locally, like backyards, picnics, you know, whatever it was to like to you know, to just hone your skill a little bit. Yeah, that, and then I also was smart enough to know that I didn't have to learn off of just my experiences. I could learn off of nice. what other DJs were doing, too. So I would go out, and I would have mentors, luckily, like, you know, guys like Juice Jones, okay. uh, DJ Kuba, my boy Danny A. He started throwing parties early. Okay. So I would just go out, and I would just carry crates for them, do whatever it is. Oh, so you did it You did it like the real old school yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Every, yeah. Okay. And, and then that's okay. how I learned, you know, the do's and don'ts of certain things. You, you know got to start from somewhere, right? Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, it's, it's on me now. Uh, who was your inspiration growing up as far as DJing? Uh, I would say like Green Lantern and like Clinton Sparks. Oh, wow. For the wow. fact, not because, you know, I, obviously. I, I thought I was in here flex. No, because <laughs> no, 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 before I was old enough to actually get into a club, you know, I would have to listen to the mixtapes and things like that. Or like or like DJ Scribble on MTV, something throwback like that. You got you, got you. And these are my early days. So then like listening to a guy like Green Lantern or Clinton Sparks, the things that they used to do with their mixtapes, it was it was a production. Yeah. It wasn't just them playing music. It was a production. So I I, I, I took that and I said, Wow, you can really take things a step further with this music thing, you know what I'm saying? So okay. Nice. Okay. Right. Who was your support system at this time? Like who really believed you can do it? Um, even to this day, I ain't gonna stop. Shout out to moms. That's what's up. Shout out to mom dudes. No, real talk. That's what's up. So, I mean, and I'm, I'm assuming Eli too, right? <laughs> no, I mean, obviously my family, you know what I'm saying, as a whole. I mean, I got a lot of cool people yeah. that I was lucky to grow up with. You know what I'm saying? The guys like Eli, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Pro Joe, uh, Chase, everybody else that actually was real enough to, to not be the guys that would be yes men. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Like everybody that okay. around me is actually like guys that I actually put something to the table. Yo, I, and I don't got no squares in my circle. That's what's up, man. I respect that. I, I really do too. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I always told him like, Camps that have people that all they do is nod their head yes, those are not the people you want in your circle. That's they, nah. they're, they're never going to tell you like, yo, 
like with him, I never he has an idea. I never just say yeah. I'd be like, yo, you got to look at both sides of the yeah. you know the spectrum and be like, yo, this may work, this may not work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't care how awkward the moment may be of me having to say my honest opinion or or what might yeah. happen if I was to be real. Like I never think of that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like. I would be a shitty friend if I didn't keep it real. In there. Absolutely. So that, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, and then you did touch on it. You said you looked up to Kuba and uh, Juice Jones. But since you started DJing before the YouTube era, because not everybody could become a DJ in 15 minutes. Well, you know, <laughs> and I don't mean to insult you because you're a DJ, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. A type of DJ. They could just yeah. kind of throw whatever. So how exactly did you learn, though? Like, did you just, like you said, you bought it, but did you just play around with it? Well, I mean. I mean, like the technical side, I learned, I learned on my own. Okay. Um, just by just playing around or whatever, but um, I would learn things off of just listening to bigger DJs too. Like you know, what I'm saying the guys that are beyond Hot 97, the Mr. C's, or whoever the case is. Gotcha. And I would you know just hear like the basic stuff, like you know, like tones of voice. There's a lot of different things. I still learn to this day things about DJs. That's dope. Okay. Like to this day, like I mean about anything. Like I feel like you can never know enough about anything, you know absolutely, saying? especially when it comes to your craft. So I still learn. Okay. Like radio's different than a club, for instance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You gotta true. play songs a little Agreed. slower on the radio. You gotta play songs true. a little faster. So I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Absolutely. Now, excuse me, when you were starting out, like, so, you know, you, you already know your skill, whatever, and you started getting, like you said, Danny A would throw some parties, and, um, you know, you don't have to disclose what, what, you, what you're getting at events now, but what was that pay like? Was it like, yo, 50 bucks and a, and a mixed chicken, or was it like... Well, you know, like, what was it like? You don't got to put a number on it, but was it, like, respectable? Was it like, yeah, I just got to pay my dues? No, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I look at it like this. Like, there's no dollar amount, there's no blank check that you can give me that could be more worth more than that opportunity. Wow, <clears throat> I respect that. So, answer. like, I would, I, would, I would rather take an opportunity more than anything, you know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. even to this day, I'll turn away guys that are hitting me up, offering me however much money. If I don't feel like it's something that my brand... Could expand from absolutely or certain that I feel like I can I can stand next to and be proud of. Then I don't even want to do it. And, and, and from the beginning, I did a lot of paying dues. I mean, who did it? You know what I'm saying? Got you. So absolutely. we were promoters early in the game. So I would have to obviously, you know, what I mean, promote my ass off, bring people, and then that'd be a way how you know guys that would come, girls that would come, would want to hear me spin for a few minutes. Word. Go by hand and turn tables off to me. I do what I did, whether it was ten minutes or however long, and I just built up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Respect that. Okay. Okay. I got a good one for you. Uh, what is the weirdest event you ever DJed at? Weird, like how? Like maybe, uh, <laughs> I don't know, think like, um, like um, I've done some ratchet shit. Like, <laughs> like weird, like, like, like a weird, I, like, like I've um, smoked weed with Jamaicans with babies and everything like oh, that. Okay, okay, that's a little weird. It's like, that's ratchet. Yeah, that's definitely ratchet. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What is the dopest venue you ever DJed at? The dopest yeah. venue. Uh, I DJed at places like M2, which is like the mansion of New York. It's not. It's not open anymore. Okay. I DJed there. Michael Bay. And, uh, That's Tyrese, huge. That's and, huge. And like Transformers crew, they were there. Oh wow. Um, I DJed at One Oak from where I carried. Oh, was, oh which man, was, which was crazy. I can only imagine how the, the feeling yeah. of that man. Yeah. yeah. She, she. By the way, she only likes hip hop. Word? Oh, shout yeah. out to her. So you she don't so you don't play hip-hop. her record? You don't play her record? She didn't want to hear her record or nothing. She just wanted to hear hip hop the whole time. How Did you that? like when you see her at the event, or is the first thing you're doing is like searching Mariah Carey catalog and then somebody told you like, yo, Well now I had it. already known because Sus uh, I used to open up for Sus. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sus one or whatever from Power One O Five. And um he has a great relationship with her or whatever. So he had he had already known she was coming, so he called me up like, Hey, listen, can you come out with me tonight, hold me down, 
I want to hang out with her for a few. So he actually wanted to spend time kicking it with her. So I, I had already known, you know, knowing that she liked hip hop. But I still try to stray <laughs> off a little bit, like, you know what I mean? Because there's a bunch of white people there. So I'm like, let me, let me see if I can get a fist pump off. Like, yeah, see yeah. if she doesn't notice. Like, and then, like, the second I did that, she was like, some like gangster shit. Right? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what is the largest crowd you ever DJ in front of? Uh, largest crowd. I mean, on the radio, honestly, there's a lot of people listening. But yeah. as far as uh, the largest crowd, I've done a few random festivals, um, like the Puerto Rican Day Parade festivals and stuff like that. But re- most recently, it was the Hot Jam. Um, I did Hot Jam. I actually did two sets for like about four or five thousand people. So that nice. Was Nice. That's dope. So that speaking of the dope. Puerto Rican parade, then, uh, my bad, I have to cut you off. And then no, I, I, I also I also DJ for the Yukon Husky games. Oh, dope. So I DJ very I, dope. I DJ at like the XL Center when that shit was wow. funny. But the difference is, is not I'm not like the main attraction there. Yeah, gotcha. I'm just background music or whatever. So okay. it's not like everybody's looking at me. That's still the big thing though. Yeah, doesn't matter. You do, did thing. you do halftime there too, or it was just yeah. like throughout the game? Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Did um uh, speaking of the Puerto Rican parade since you just mentioned it um we were talking about it earlier um shout out to you know. It was, I guess, a good event in the sense where no one, there was like no casualties. Like they always report every year. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, are we going to see you again at the Puerto Rican Parade anytime soon? Or, <laughs> oh man, I love the Puerto Rican Day Parade, man, in Bridgeport especially because of the fact that you know that's our hometown, that's culture for us. Absolutely. You know, we just had, you know went out there back in the days with our family, set up chairs, and just enjoyed the heritage. But I feel like somewhere along the line, the heritage started to get sacrificed. And um, definitely. And, you know, there wasn't really any standards to as to who could be a part of it and what could be done. So you got guys with house speakers that belong <laughs> in their living room, yeah. hanging out on the float, and they're playing hip-hop, and they're not playing... Yeah. Puerto and, Rican and music. So, so what happened was a lot of people stopped going, and then a lot of the hood started to come out. A lot of the sponsors didn't want to be a part of it anymore because they felt like it wasn't worth the money that they were paying. True. So then it came to the point where it was like, yo, damn, if I'm going to be a part of this shit, I got to be like the one to really like change yeah. and like revive this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, not to say that I'm not interested in doing that, but I just had my hands full last year. I didn't have the type of time or energy to, type, to, to do okay. that. But next year, I would love to be a part of whatever they have going on and make it, make it special again. You know what I'm saying? I, I was hoping your response would have just been like, yo, I'm, I'm international now, fam. Like, yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah. I can't do that yeah, no more. He's humble. Nah, I'm like, He's humble. No, yo, this like guy city, is man. so humble, man. I'm yeah. telling you, I would be stunting so hard right now. I'd be like, yo, oh, I'm international, yeah. baby. Nah, I can't nah, be there, man. Nah, Come I on. I love Bridgeport, man. That's what's up. You're going to have to get me on a jet on Park Ave, man. It's really (laughs) rare. You hear hear a young man such as himself, you know, mention his backyard and show love to his backyard. A lot of people show love to their backyard. I'd be stunt hard if I was him, man. I'm just saying. (laughs) Now, I know you mentioned Michael Bay, Tyrese, and you mentioned Mariah Carey, but um, besides them, is there anybody uh, famous that you've been in the room with DJing? Um, I did a DJ for Rihanna. Oh, while she wanted to smoke weed. Wow. Wait, wait, was it was it uh, that was that the, the weirdest thing? The Jamaicans and the babies, or, or was that that <laughs> no, event that or not? Mother, that oh, okay, okay. <laughs> nah, but um, I, I had closed the night off. She didn't want to go home, so we stood like an extra hour. So we were there till like five in the morning. Word. And it was just her and her crew, and all they wanted to hear was reggae. Oh wow. So they like smoked weed to listen to reggae. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope, yo. That, that's pretty that's dope. That's a memorable. That's a memorable moment right there. Nah, nah. Being Diddy, in, Diddy gave us me and Eli his bottle of Ciroc. One he's stunning right now. Oh, oh, you hear this? This international soccer right now. Humble Diddy right now, ladies his, and gentlemen. He took a sip of his Ciroc and he, he handed it off. So I was like, listen, I'll make I'll make you proud. With this Can you call song. Diddy? Look, I, I don't know if y'all know. Um, I'm crispy, the unofficial Ciroc boy, Connecticut. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a Ciroc deal, man. That's like that's like my dream, man. Yo, oh, tell, yeah, that's tell all Diddy. Let me get that bottle, man. Um, so. 
like being in the room with all these celebrities, do, did you ever feel starstruck? And like, I mean, I know if I'm in a room with uh, Mariah Carey, I'd be like, oh shoot, like you know, yeah. this is a, this is truly a legend. But since you are around a lot of you know uh, famous people at times in the the venues that you're well, DJing, I mean, I tell the story sometimes. Um, I actually I DJed I DJed at Greenhouse one night when Grandmaster Flash came up, came up to the DJ booth and he's like, yo, I just had to hear who was rocking like this. Word. Mind you, this is Grandmaster wow. Flash. He's like the father, right? That's so legendary. Like, really so yeah. he, he he stood there and he actually listened to my set next to me for like about a half an hour. And um, I always I always said this like when I first started DJing, luckily I learned that I would never sacrifice the main goal, which is making the crowd happy for Absolutely. anybody. Absolutely. So, so because Grandmaster Flash came up, I didn't start playing fucking old school. But like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As most I, people I would do. Yeah. I didn't want to. I, I wasn't there to impress him per se. Yeah. I was there because I had a job that I had to do, which is making sure that the crowd was happy. Wow. So whoever's in that crowd, I'm going to DJ for the majority any day. You know what I'm yep. saying? So it doesn't really matter who could be there influencing, whether it's Mariah. Mariah was a little different story. Mariah is. <laughs> Massive. So if you want to hear hip hop, she's gonna hear hip hop. But even that day, I tried to stray off or whatever. But the point is, man, I I, I don't sacrifice the main goal for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, I know you got your questions, but yeah. I want to ask yeah, them. Um, so like when you see Mariah Carey, you know, back in the day, I, I met a couple famous people just well, um my days growing up in New York uh, where I lived. They always filmed, so I met like Malik Yoba and anybody on Law and Order you could think. Of. I met a lot of people down there. Yeah, yeah. And back in the day, obviously I was ten. So you know, you grab, I grab like the nearest Chinese menu. From from the hood right there, grab it like, yo, could you sign this? Um, obviously, I don't have any of those things now. So, like, you being a DJ, are are like, are you too cool to ask for autograph, or is the like, new autograph just a, a picture? Like, there's always gonna be that fan in me, no matter what. Like, okay. Like, like, and that's one of the things that I always try to do too. Like, I never try to stop like being a fan. When when it comes to the point where this really starts to feel like work for me, then then I really don't want to do it no more. You know what I'm saying? I respect so, that. Even like even like like for instance, the other day I was out in Hartford hanging out with Joel Ortiz. Mind you, you know what I'm saying? Stunting, yo. No, just dropping these names. 15, though. 20 times, we probably done did events with this guy. Got you, got yeah. you. No matter what our relationship is and how cool we are, I'm still a fan at the end of the day. And I'm okay. still excited to see him perform and do what he does. Yeah. So there's always going to be that little starstruck inside. But, you know I mean? You know, places like New York and them industry spots, you can't really show it. Got you, got you. Like, I'll pay the respect to say, like, like hey, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to go out of your way and try to, you know, because like they go to spots in New York, like one note to to because they know those are the industry spots that nobody's gonna go up to them. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. You see Mariah Carey in Connecticut somewhere, they're gonna need fucking the, you know, crazy. A, a million people. Yeah, you feel me? Oh, so she yeah. was there by herself yeah. hanging out. Nice. So you know you gotta be you gotta be cool in the sense where like, all right, you know what I mean? I'll catch her at the right time. Okay. I swear. If you get a one on one, I'll let her, I'll let them know if I'm a fan or whatever. The case yeah, is, you know what absolutely. Yeah. I just want to throw this out there, man. This guy has said Diddy's name, Mariah Carey, Michael Bay, Tyrese, <laughs> Joel Ortiz. famous people he's been in the room with. Yeah. Most famous person I've been in the room with is right now, but International <laughs> Santa. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, him, yeah. this is the most famous guy I know. Absolutely. This guy, this guy is truly a celebrity, man. Yeah. Um, before getting to that point of DJing in front of celebrities, was there ever a time and a place where you wanted to give up? And if so, what help you stay positive to keep, to keep doing what you're doing and staying on course? Yo, every single person that I would ever text, tweet, Instagram me, and tell tell me if I've inspired them, yeah. if I if I you know if I did a great job on yep. the cases, yep. if I see people smiling in a party, yeah. having a good time, like that shit right there means more than anything for me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And there's been plenty of times up until this day where I feel like, damn, is is the amount of hours that I'm putting. I have to ask myself, the amount of hours I'm putting in the work week. 
is it worth what I'm, what I'm really getting at the, at the end of the week? Because they, okay. they, they think as a DJ, like, my job starts when I walk into a club and turn on <laughs> yeah. the music. Yeah. That's the fun part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm working 80 hours a week just like yeah. the average person doing double time. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Okay. I got to manage myself. I got to design the things that I want to promote. I got to, you know, make sure that the team is... Is doing what they got to do. And, then and it ain't like it's only one party. You got multiple yeah. parties. And then speaking of the team, like that was another thing too that, that keeps me motivated is like if I could provide some sort of opportunity for somebody to do what they're doing, Word. then it's worth it for me. So now like the things that I've accomplished or whatever, the people that I've helped knowledgeably or whatever the case is, like for instance, like, you know, my, my brother DJ Projo, he made, she made sure that my goddaughter is eating at the end of the day because of the things that he's learned and the things that I, I've been able to share with him. Absolutely. Yeah. So now, now financially, now, you know, I've provided all these opportunities for people and they learn and they feed their family. So that's, that's rewarding to me. Absolutely. When I can see my goddaughter with a, with a new pair of sneakers on or whatever the case is. You know what definitely, I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. So that, that's yeah. what keeps me motivated. Okay, know? okay. That's what's up. Well, speaking of work, um, any, uh, do you work? Do you have a full-time job by any chance? No, nah, this is it. Oh, this is it? At any point, did you feel like you need to get a uh, full-time job or no? I mean, just... every now and then it comes across like, ah, right, you need, because it's, it's an inconsistent business that we're in. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm definitely. So, you know, sometimes you got your highs and your lows. But, yeah. I mean, I'm too far. Absolutely. No, <laughs> I'm in way agreed. too deep now. You yeah, are, been man. Doing this. I, I, I'm, I'm giving you that. Yeah, you are, I'm man. I'm too deep yeah. now. I ain't no turning back. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, he will not be uh, filling out all those uh, zip recruiters or <laughs> he will not. Indeed, nah, did, indeed, indeed joints you get on your spam com. email. <laughs> I, did, I did. I was cashing checks. Okay. Or, I, I respect okay. it. I respect For a few, it. You know. So, no, but it's always good to know. Like, like I said, like you see um, a DJ or whatever at the party, and you like, man, this guy. Like you said. You think it's easy? You like, oh, this dude just made a couple hundred dollars. He came in, he rocked it for four hours, drank a little bit of liquor, you know, met some chicks, and he's gone. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, oh, it's everybody wants to do that. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's good to like to know that you know. Obviously, you take it serious, and yeah. um, you know, see see how much work you actually put into the craft. It's not just four hours it starts and then it ends and you're gone. Especially at the clubs. I mean, we we've been to events uh, before where. Club shuts down at two. You still there at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, so yeah. that's the stuff people don't see. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. And, and Eli, Eli's with me right now. He'll get mad at me on a holiday because every single holiday I'm working. <laughs> he's like, "Yo, dude, like, when are you gonna take time to just chill?" But it's like, yeah. yo, like, I feel like I feel like people fucking need me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When people go out no, on yeah. a holiday, whatever the no, case is, right. they go on out to have a good time. And then I'm like, if I'm that guy that could do that, it's more rewarding to me than just to hang out and just. Yeah. We should call him Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I like <laughs> For the that. The Christmas time. Like my birthday's coming up. I'm, I like I'm, that. Man. I'm DJing the whole weekend coming up. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna definitely have you uh, plug that in. Yeah. Definitely. Now, now um, I find times to have fun. You know, of course. To, and and you know. I, I just want to throw this out there. You know, I've 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 been in the party life since I was like 19 years old. So you know, I pretty much know the ins and outs of these DJs. And I, I just want to applaud you, not to put you on that pedestal. You got to be like the only DJ that I've. Her, you know, speak to the crowd at least, man. Because you know, I mean, no disrespect to all the DJs out here, but man, you get the party rocking and to make sure everybody's alive and uh and turned up as possible. You you know, I can speak on my experience being turned. I mean, up it's true. That's match. what I told him. I said we went yeah. to um. I'm not gonna throw no DJs out there. Of but, course um, not. I was I was promoting the club with my boy Charlie. We had a lot of DJs on the bill. We had someone opening, and yeah. it was almost like I was like, damn, I really got to pay this dude because. Yeah. All he did was like hit play and just, you know, songs just rock, songs just rock. <laughs> and then when Santa go on there, he's like, he's getting involved with the audience, yeah. you know, um, you know, the fist pump thing. Like, oh, I, I love that. I, we like almost memorized some of your sets when we used to, we used to go to yeah. so many parties. We you like, got to oh, hear us. Oh, home, it's about man. to go down right now. Like, <laughs> you got to hear us. We ready to throw our fists in the air like, oh, it's, it's about to happen now, you yeah. know, so um, yeah. definitely. I, it's crazy because like, I, I'm, I'm kind of like an introvert. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really a big social person, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, like, even when I first started, like, I was the quiet guy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I mean? I didn't hit puberty till a little late, so my <laughs> voice sounded stupid. Of course. <laughs> yep. So, yep. like, you know, but then it, it, I, I got to a point where I had no choice. Yeah. And then I don't know what it is, man. I, I feel like I, I've been doing this for so long that, like, I turn into a different person once some lights go out. Yep. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, it's I, natural by now. I can attest to it. I'm just saying it because like right now, and we, we said it already, this guy is very humble very right humble. now because he's on the microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you get he's in front of the it. laptop, he's used to this it. guy's not humble. He's like, <laughs> he's he's, that's entertaining. That's Focus. when the entertainment comes in. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nah, it's cool that you can have that balance that you can sit in front of people and be like, nah, man, I'm not international. Well, I'm, there's I'm, a difference <laughs> between uh, confidence and, you know, cockiness and the humbleness and all these other things. I feel like I'm, I am confident because I know what I bring to the table. Absolutely. And, and I know what I'm capable of. And, um, you know. What, was you it know? tough? Um, because, you know, like you said, you hit puberty later, your voice. And you're going, um, you mentioned Juice Jones, which I know is, you know, is, is older than you. Mm-hmm. So going to these clubs with people you carry in crates, like, I mean, I know you, you said you had to have a certain level of confidence. But how did you really feel like following up someone like who was like a mentor, somebody you looked up to. How was it getting on that DJ set? Were you I mean, nervous or like? I mean, there's gonna be that, but I mean, who's built for this shit? Man? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. I like, respect that. Like, okay, to, <laughs> love, yeah. like yeah, to, but to, but my, like I, I I feel like I can go on like a DJ. I'll do good or whatever the case is. Gotcha. But when there's a DJ that's absolutely great that goes on before you or, or you know that's gonna go on after you, yeah, it brings something else out of you. Yeah, like it's just like sport. Word. I'm not into sports, Word. but I, I know it's kind of similar to sports when you on no, that yeah. court. And you playing somebody like Jordan or you playing somebody like LeBron, it's gonna bring something special that you didn't yeah. know existed out of you. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah, and that's kind of what it is. It. Like it, it kind of motivates me rather than some people, there's two types of people. Either you're gonna stand up or you're gonna cave. Yeah. That's it. I'm the type okay. of person where it's like I love it. Like it motivates me to the point where it's like, damn, I gotta I gotta show and prove now. You know what I'm saying? And if, right. I, if I don't, then I'm gonna walk away a little disappointed. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna work on figuring out how next time that happens again. That, yeah. that, that won't happen, like to the point yeah. where there's gonna be a difference in the energy when this guy was on versus when I was on. Okay. Absolutely. You know, so. so like right now, you know, I know you're on Hot 93.7, right? Um, you, you have your segment uh, from 7 to 9, correct? Yeah, Sunday, International Sundays. 7 to 9. Seven. Now, it, it was obviously, we, we went through some questions and you kind of walked us through um, some of the things you had to go through to get to that point. But if you could get, well, first of all, let, let me tell a story. First time I ever see DJ Santo DJ had to be probably 2002. I think it's my sophomore year in high school. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna tell you the story, right? This is when Santo had like like hair as if he was growing it for braids. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> he wore do-rags at this time. You know, I had braids, I wore do-rags at this time. The but this is triple headband. Yeah, the triple headband. You know, this is Santo I remember. Yeah. We had we had like a pep rally, and okay. I know Eli definitely was on stage. I know uh, uh, Lewis was probably break dancing. There's a couple people break dancing, and he was killing this like pep rally. And you know, mind you, um, the high school we went to was was not really good for for those type of things. Oh, very but, but you you rocked the set right. And when I seen that, and that's why like years later, when I like went to the club one time, I'm look, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like proud of him, and I'm you know I'm not that much older than you, but to see somebody take a craft at that, again, I'm talking about 2002 or in 2015, you yeah. go from from, from a gymnasium at a yeah. school. DJ and just to get the students live, and now you do that now with uh, Connecticut Against Violence, going to all these schools, getting you know getting mm-hmm. the party started. So, how was it from that point, you know, or even further when you like you said when you first made that order, you know, to get to get the um the tech the techniques or the turntables from the back of the source mm-hmm. to to getting to ninety three point seven. What exactly was that road like? And I mean, you don't, you know, did you did you corner Buck into a to a corner like, yo, son, I, I need to have that show, or like, what was that process like? I'm glad you asked. Um, 
honestly, it got to the point where I felt as if I had to just work my ass off to the point where they were going to call me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't go out of my way to try to get on this station. I, I cornered a market that I knew wasn't uh, wasn't tapped as far as they were concerned because I'm from Bridgeport. So okay. uh, Hot 937 is Hartford's number one hip-hop and R&B or whatever. So they got Hartford and the whole 860, that's their market. Gotcha. So Bridgeport is really considered to be like a New York market. So yeah. Hot 97, Power 105, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. That's what Bridgeport listens to. So they don't really bother trying to get Bridgeport. So I was like, all right, so this is a market that nobody's focusing on. If I go to Hartford, I'm going to have to compete with all these DJs to get yeah. a club. True. Meanwhile, I'm out here and I'm eating lovely or whatever the case is and they don't even know what's going on so it's like we're in our own little world gotcha. and they didn't know nothing about you know what I'm saying and then yeah. when, when they started to find out and they started to bubble they, they, they gave me a call and they said yo I, I want what you bring to the table you know what I'm saying like, uh, we want to we want to finally get tap into that market you know because you know they didn't really need to at one point because they didn't have any competition gotcha yeah. right. so yeah, they're like the only radio station they can so if you if, if you're an advertiser or if you're a company, you want to advertise your company, you want to advertise it towards an urban crowd. You know they listen to hip-hop music. Uh-huh. There's only one station in that area that you can <laughs> spend money on. Yeah. So so the advertisement money was coming in. They didn't really care. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But what happens? Pandora comes out. Yep. Yep. You know, you got, uh, you know, uh, Tidal. Yeah. You got Spotify. One, yeah. Spotify. Yeah. You got all these things that's coming out yeah. now. So you give, now, now people have options now. Yeah. So they don't want to hear hip-hop music. They can just turn on their phone. So now they're like, all right, now we got to do something to expand our network, and that's when they call me. You know what I'm saying? So, nice. you know, I, that's why I always tell people, like, you know, don't, 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 don't put all your eggs in one basket. In front Absolutely. Of yeah, man, get, work your ass off. Okay. And create something that you have some sort of leverage with. Okay. Absolutely. Now, now I feel like I have leverage over there. You understand? Like, I Absolutely. feel like I bring something to the table. And then yeah. had it happened three, four, five, six years ago, I feel like it wouldn't have been what it is now as far as me getting the creative control to do my own show. Okay. True. I'm the okay. only guy on the station that could play whatever I want as far as any genre I want. Wow. I could play house music. I could play Spanish music. This is a hip-hop yeah. station. Right. So it took me putting my foot down and turning away certain promoters that I didn't really feel like that was going to benefit my brand enough to say, All right, you know what? I'm not doing this ratchet shit right here because I've been there, done that. Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start turning that away and I'm going to start fucking getting into these other types of gigs. Exactly. So now I'm DJing for other types of people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So now I'm playing fucking house music now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. when they, so then when they seen me doing that, they were like, I want, I want that. You know what I'm saying? I, like, how you rock in a club, I want you to do that on the radio station. Nice. So when you got that call, though, That's what was it? Like, what's the first thing that went to your head? Like, yo, finally, this, this feel like, it almost, like, did you feel like it, it validated like, everything you did? Or did it feel like this is just one step to that next step to get you to exactly where you feel like you're going to be? Okay. Both, because it is like finally, you get that you get that you know t- you get that that level of gratification where it's like okay somebody's finally recognizing what I'm bringing to the table, but then it's like this is just a start now. Yeah, where it's you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you got the whole world. Yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. we you know we starting with Connecticut, but we I'm, I'm looking to be the number one DJ in the tri-state, That's and then I'm looking respected. to be the number one DJ in the country and in the world. It. You know like what I'm saying? I like so, that. Set your goals for yourself. I like That's that. something, man. So now, um, for that kid that that you know that's nine, ten years old like you were looking at, well, they don't have magazines anymore like that. So who's on the internet like, Yo, you know what, I want to do this. And he's looking at you as inspiration. And, you know, and the reason why I say this is because I see a lot of stuff you post up sometimes and it's a lot of kids holding your CDs and everybody, you know, they feel just like me. I'm like, yo, I know a famous guy. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they're looking at you like, yo, this, this, I want to be this guy, you know? So like, what kind of advice would you give that, that kid, uh, be a boy or girl? I mean, um, Always learn off of, all right, so pick what it is that you want to do, 
find the people that are professional, the people that are masters at that craft, yep. study off of them, find out what it is, take bits and pieces, and then make your make make it a, make 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 you. You know what I'm saying? You got to be original and always stay authentic. You know what I'm saying? Like I never sacrifice. I never sacrifice anything. As far as the, the craft for anybody, you okay. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? I always, yeah. I always stay authentic. Like, and I mentioned that earlier when we were talking about Grandmaster Flash and so on. Absolutely. So I would say, like, always stay authentic. Make sure you study off of the people that are doing it before you. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions and put in. Don't be afraid to put in that work, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got everything accessible to you. You got a phone that you have <clears> access to all types of information. Yep. If you, you want to be, <laughs> yeah, if you more than a DJ, whatever, if you want to be a, a photographer, a videographer, whatever it is you want to be, you can go to YouTube and you and you can have a college course. Oh, you, you could be saving the money that you could be spending <laughs> on the college course and you could be learning it at home. Yeah. So, so just what I'm saying is learn the craft then you know, learn to apply it and then always know that you don't know everything. Okay. Well, you always know that there's always more to learn. Okay. So, um, since there's no more crate carrying, what what can I do? You, know, you need your laptop carrier? Then I'm trying to I'm trying to learn how to do <laughs> this thing too. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm playing. It's funny you said that about the whole the whole YouTube thing, and that's why I mentioned it earlier. Since you came up, um, the the pre YouTube era, um, like in anything. So when I first started thinking about doing podcasts, I'm like, man, how can I monetize this? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I, the plan is to get money. Obviously, mm-hmm. did a lot of research. You know, bits and pieces from everywhere, and I was like, yo, this this could actually work. You know, so what I would say is, and, and you know, if you're listening to this, definitely, you know, listen to Santo's advice. Absolutely. You know, excuse me, DJ Santo. Do we, nah. we want to do, we do all the names one more time? <laughs> 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 now, nah, but but definitely listen to this advice. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, like I said, I appreciate you coming through. Um, and we're gonna definitely have you again. And I don't want to say this, but um, I'm glad Eli's here. You know, or yeah, big shout Eli. To Eli. Or ask Eli. He got everybody yeah. has more than one oh, name. Oh yeah. I'm just Chris P, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm These guys have city. names. I have no other. But name. I actually, and, and, and this is to all respect to you guys, and um, I wanted you guys as uh, Projo, basically, because I don't know, and this is the whole point of this this podcast is to bring people in who who mean something, like you said, who's, who's moving the culture forward. And everybody only looks at people that they see on TV. So if they don't see you on TV, they think you're not doing anything. Yep. And I see you guys on Instagram, Twitter, everything, the Heavy. clubs, everywhere. Yeah. Your names are everywhere. When I say your names, I'm talking about all our brothers. Yeah. So definitely, I want you guys to come in at another time because I want to, you know, I want to learn how this whole thing came yeah. about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, mob out. That's no yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. oh, everybody, I know yeah. Ryu got a got a part in it. I know Chase yeah. has a part of it. So I want to definitely, you know, learn because. <laughs> My bad, you know that, that's the thing, though. I wanted, I wanted to really, for you know, pro you I wanted everybody yeah, yeah. to come one time, yeah. and so we could talk about, you know, everybody's different path and how, you know, it kind of all came together, you know. So, um, again, I definitely want to thank you for joining us today, and um, I hope you guys listening got a lot more information because the point of this podcast was to sit down and get information that we wouldn't get from listening to you on the radio. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Or, or other other platforms, they may sit down with the artists, or you know somewhat of notoriety in Connecticut and you might get 10 minutes and that's it. I wanted to make it fun, make it, you know, nah, like an sure. icebreaker, laugh, chill, you know, kind of, this is like the thing you would do at a barbershop. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We just yeah. chop it up and have fun. Yeah. Um, Rome, <laughs> yeah. Rome got a game he wants to play yeah. and it's, uh, it's called Test Your Loyalty, right? Yes. And, yes, um, it is. You know, yes, so uh, we're, we're definitely going to play that real quick. I'm just trying to get a, a quick sound bite, but uh, <laughs> it might not work because the, the, the Wi-Fi here is so horrible. Um, hold on, let me see. Hold on, hold on a second. 
I know, I know this, this will make y'all crack up. Oh, let's turn that Wi-Fi on real quick. Let's this is going to be a good game. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's called Test Your Loyalty. And, um, You're loyal, right? Santo? I, I assume yes. you are, right? This, you loyal? <laughs> he, he loyal, Eli? I got, I got the name Drummond to my name. <laughs> so, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is a segment we're going to have every week, and uh, this is a special one. Like I said, last week was our very first episode. It was the introduction. This is episode two, and when I hit Santo, I told him it'd be an honor, you know, yeah. and I'm saying it as, you know, people like, damn, this guy, they're really stroking his ego, but it's not about that. It's about no. there's a difference from for showing love and just hating, and I don't fall in the hating category, and when I, when I see somebody grinding or I respect it, I'm going to let him know. Absolutely. I ain't going to be when something bad happens, but like, yo, I always I always liked him, you know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you yeah. right now, I, I texted him, yo, it'd be an honor to have you on the first show. It, it was it meant a lot to me and Rome to have you on the first show. Oh, yeah. So as you guys heard, that DJ Catalyst soundbite, yeah. You smart, you loyal. You are. Rome got a joint. Yeah. Take him out, man, with, with, with this test your loyalty game. All right, Santos. You are at home. You have sausages <laughs> boiling in the pot. Pause. Out of all things, really? I'm you, with you. I'm with you. Smart. <laughs> you loyal. <laughs> you got sausages boiling in the pot. You got oodles and noodles in the microwave. A fire breaks out, right? Damn. You got Eli in one room and you got DJ Projo in the other room. Now, this is a fire. Damn. I'm talking about a big ass fire broke out right now. Are you saving anyone or are you going down with your, both of your boys? You got, you got, you can only save one. You only only one. Strength for one. Only one. Who? So, this is like the jumping off the raft. There is, this, this, <laughs> exactly. this is it. Yeah, yeah. But we're testing your loyalty right now. These are both your best friends. Who, are you saving anyone or are you out? You out like. Fuck y'all niggas, I'm out of here. You got you got to save one though. Man. The roof the roof is on fire. We gonna let that motherfucker burn. <laughs> so you staying in? You staying in? Nah, I, why can't I just yell and say, "Hey guys, let's get the fuck out of here." If they follow me, they follow me. If they he slipped, man. He, he fucks yeah. up. He you slipped. Yo. Projo sleeping he in slipped. the bed. But Projo sleeping. In, he sleep right now. He don't know nothing. No, though. he was working on the mix. He was working on the mix for the party. <laughs> but he fell asleep though. He took a nap. He was working on the mix. Eli was. He it was, gets very tiring working on the mix, man. Nah, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> you got. You got to. Smart. <laughs> you loyal. All right, all right, you got me. I'm so, staying in. I'm staying, staying in. So you let you let it burn with you. Yeah, we, we that's we're gonna figure up. out a way how we gonna walk it out. Smart. Yo, people. Yeah. That's it. Yo, Santo is very loyal. He's loyal, man. Because I'm telling you, I um don't ever test his loyalty, ladies and gentlemen. Please that, that, don't. That, that's definitely loyalty. You gonna yeah. stay there and uh become a Kentucky Fried Chicken. We're gonna try to figure it out. <laughs> 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 Alright, so listen If you guys are listening To this podcast I hope you guys enjoyed it um, Wow, it's over an hour and a half, man um, if, if you guys rocked out Yo, I appreciate it we kept, we, yo, we kept the sports segment short This one We wanted to make sure We had a, a good interview With Santo Listen, if you, if you listen this long You're loyal <laughs> You are loyal You're smart <laughs> We appreciate you <laughs> Word, real talk So if you listen to this Yo iTunes, hit that subscribe button where you are able to rate and review us. And I know you guys going to be like, well, if you got this far, you're going to be like, why the hell is he talking about iTunes? I tried getting the link last week. I told you guys iTunes approved it. There was a technical difficulty with the searchable name. You were able to search it through the episode name, which was episode one. Allow me to reintroduce myself. You were not able to search it through the roundtable discussion, so I apologize. We will fix that glitch uh, for this week's episode, which will be up in a couple of days. But you can definitely catch it on SoundCloud. Yes. You know, drop a comment. Let us know what you think about the show. Santo, what you got going on this week that you need to plug in? 
Oh, my birthday's coming up. Shout out to all the Kansas out there. You know, His birthday's um, coming up. Let's go. Yeah. We're going to party. We're going to party. Turning up. It's just the hashtag celebrate the DJ. Hashtag celebrate the DJ. So we're not just celebrating me and my personal endeavors. We're celebrating what the DJ brings to the culture as okay. a whole. You know what I'm saying? So okay. if you want to come out, if you if you like-minded, you into whatever we into, I guarantee you you're going to have some fun with us this weekend. Okay. Like I told you, uh, this weekend is um, the day he's celebrating it is my son's birthday. You know, yeah, he's see? turning He's turning seven. So I can't bring him to the club with me, yeah. but I'm gonna figure out whatever I got to do to make sure I'm there this weekend, hey. so so we can get this happening. Hey, look, nice. I made plans. I'm trying to. I, I gotta finagle this because you we know. we got we break we breaking out yeah. of some plans. Yeah, I'm doing, doing a rooftop party, man. You ain't gonna. We got. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to be there. I so heard. look, check it out. Was it hashtag celebrate the DJ? Yes, on Instagram. You heard hashtag what he said. Celebrate the DJ you on Instagram. Yes. I uh, hope everybody can go out and check it out. And again, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Remember, this podcast might offend my political connects. But remember, I never claim to be politically correct. That's it. I'm going to catch you next week.